KKPR Sports presents High School Wrestling. This afternoon, our season begins in Kearney with the annual Bearcat Invitational. High School Wrestling on KKPR is brought to you by the Power 99 Sports Club. Elon's been pretty good on top. He rode out Pedro yesterday the whole entire second period, and then he got it. He got the take. Oh, Heelan gets a nice mat return. He's getting back points. Look at it. He gets a fall. Archer Heelan headed to the state finals. Carney, Grand Island, and North Platte are among the teams competing in this season's first invite, with state-rated Lincoln Southwest and Creighton Prep also a part of this talented field. It's the Bearcat Invitational coming up next as Central Nebraska's best wrestling coverage continues. But first, it's time for the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll join KKPR Sports Director Doug Duda live from Kearney High right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. And good afternoon, everyone, from Kearney High School. Doug Duda will be joined by Frank Kuchera here in just a little bit, the All-American and uh, Kearney Assistant coach will be joining us as we delve in for over 25 years. A couple times we were iced out. We were weathered out on this first Saturday. That's not the case because of the beautiful weather we've had this week. It is the 2021 Carney High Wrestling Invitational. A little Saturday wrestling. We hit that for you throughout the season uh, on the uh, 8th of the first of the year in January, we go over to the Amherst Invitational. We have the Lou Platt Conference Invitational. And then, of course, we bring you district and state competition as well, among other wrestling competition. So as we look here today, seven teams are in the field, and the top three are in a tightly contested race for the team race right now. Besides Kearney High and Grand Island, Omaha Creighton Prep, Lincoln Southeast, Lincoln Southwest, Scotts Bluff, and North Platte. This tournament has definitely changed over the 25-plus years that we have covered it. Now with the number of wrestlers that we have and not like 10, 11, 12 teams back in the Tom McCann days where the finals wouldn't get underway till 6 or 7 o'clock at night and you went through the bracket format, now to make sure that the wrestlers can get as many matches as possible, we're into pool. Now if there is a big pool, they'll split it into A and B, and then we will have placing matches all the way from first to third to fifth coming up here. Right now we're going through the final round action and we'll have a few of those for you as well. But let's take a look at the current team standings. North Platte is first with 96. Grand Island is second with 87 and a half. Kearney is third with 73. Creighton Prep is fourth with 55. They're tied with Lincoln Southwest in that number four spot. Scott's Bluff right behind with 54 points and Lincoln Southeast has 49. So Pretty bunched in. Nobody's sitting there with 8, 10, 12 points, and nobody has 136 or something like that at this point in the mat. So it looks like it'll be down to those top three teams in the team race and the non-metro schools, North Platte, Grand Island, and Kearney. Kearney and Grand Island have uh, dominated this for a number of years, but teams like Lincoln East no longer here. Hastings, for the first time in a long, long time, no longer in the uh, tournament as well. They actually dueled Kearney on Thursday night. Hastings, the number two or three team, depending on which rankings you look at uh, in the state of Nebraska in Class B. Hastings elected to go over to the Kozad invite, which has about half of the Class B teams in the state that are over there. 
today. But as we get ready for action here, there are 40 wrestlers in this seven-team tournament, according to anywrestle.com, that are ranked in the preseason, and they do take it out to 10. The coaches only take it out to six, so maybe that opens up a few more places. And Frank Cuchera, I mean, it's always great to get the season underway, and for the first time ever, this isn't the opening match for Kearney High. They had that duel on Thursday. Yes, they did. Uh, went over to Hastings. Uh, Hastings is a tough team this year. I'm sure you, you covered that already. But, uh, yeah, they, uh, they they ate us up a little bit. Um, Carney High is a little bit younger, not quite as much experience as we've had in the past. And uh, Hastings kind of took it to us, but they're, they're a solid team. And you're going to be missing uh, one of your great wrestlers at 103 uh, in Fabiola. She got hurt. Uh, she was a gal that would have, because Carney High has not got into the girls wrestling yet, and she's done good on the boys' side. She's someone that would have been able to put points on the board for you today. Yeah, that, tough, tough situation with Flavia. Just a great kid. You won't find a harder worker, more disciplined, uh, you know, and a, and a good leader, um, definitely by example on the team. So that was that was hard to, to lose Flavia. But, you know, she has uh, big plans, expectations to wrestle post high school. And so we thought it was, I think she said it was best in her interest to get that knee fixed. So she's ready to roll in, uh, next fall. So the six-pounder out for Carney High. Uh, we did have one little uh, upset. In fact, as we just get right into some of the wrestling that's going on right now, Archer Heelan is back on the mat, and we know that 120 pounds, things got interesting earlier. He was upset by Hunter Jacobson from Lincoln Southwest. Well, yeah, Hunter Jacobson's having himself a tournament because earlier he beat number three Sanchez from Creighton Prep. So I think coming in, um, you know, people were kind of just overlooking and looking at foregone conclusion that it would be Heelan and Sanchez, you know, in that first place match. But but uh, lo and behold, that's why they wrestle the matches here. And uh, we got Heelan and uh, Joey Canseco. Canseco. Yeah. Sophomore from Scott's Bluff. And just uh, looking so far, I mean, Scott's Bluff has uh, decided, hey, let's come out and, and wrestle some Class A competition. And I've seen a lot of good wrestlers from Scott's Bluff so far today. Yeah, they always bring a solid team. They always wrestle hard. And they seem like they've got some pretty good athletes out there. Talk about the makeup of the seven teams that are here. I was talking a little bit before you joined us here about some of the teams that don't come anymore, Columbus, Lincoln East, because, man, you see them, it seems like, or you have the potential to see them so many times that uh, they decided to go different ways here over the last few years. Hastings also getting out, but uh, some other teams coming in, and next year the brand-new school from uh, Lincoln Northwest will come in. Plus, Lincoln East brings their JV, so does Lincoln North Star, but not here in the varsity action. Yeah, you said it, and I, I think... There was several differences, especially from last year, right? With COVID, there was so many changes, last-minute additions and subtractions. Um, since the addition of, you know, Carney moving into the hack with all those teams yep. that you just mentioned, um, there's so many coaches that just say, you know what, we're going to see you guys four or five more times, so let's limit our exposure a little bit more. I mean, that, and that, you know, and sometimes, you know, as a traditionalist, that kind of hurts, you know, you want to see those matchups. Um, but at the same time, I, I get it. I get it, so... What do you want to take out of uh, today? We kind of talk about this every single year. It is the first invite of the year. It's the first competition for some of the other schools of the year. What do you hope to see here at this point in the season? Well, you want to see where your guys are at. You know, I mean, a lot of them, they've only been practicing for like two weeks, some of them less than that if they went deep into the football, uh, into the playoffs. And so you just kind of see where you're at. You're never going to be um, where you expect to be in February obviously, but, but hopefully you're, you're making some progress. Um, it's always a good time to make a, a ton of adjustments, right? Um, especially if you've got a, a younger team. Um, there's going to be a lot of, lot of little things to work on here, and so it's, 
just a matter of you got to take a lot of notes at these early tournaments. Well, Frank not only uh, has done so much work uh, with wrestling, he's also in the wrestling room from time to time and helping coach. We'll get a little bit more on what this young Carney High team has to offer, and we'll get into some of these late-round matches before we get into our placing matches here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years. From personal banking to mortgage, business, and more, Five Points continuously finds ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. Offering the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Five Points Bank Innovative Technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Better choices, better service. Five Points Bank of Grand Island, Kearney, and Hastings. Carney has a slam dunk opportunity to build a large indoor sports complex featuring basketball and volleyball courts, field turf for football, soccer, baseball, and softball, pickleball courts, a walking slash running track, and more. It's a facility for the entire Carney sports and fitness community. Watch the mail for a ballot to vote and approve the extension of a 1% restaurant tax coming in late November. Submit your vote by December 14th. Vote yes for a place to play. Learn more at CarneyIndoorSports.com. May this holiday season bring you happiness and joy. Happy Holidays from Douglas Bookkeeping Service, your year-round tax service for over 50 years at 3rd and Eddy in Grand Island. And find us online at douglasbookkeeping.com, your e-file provider. The year was 1979. Rocky Balboa was champ. Rocky Geyser was embarking on a real estate career. Balboa's next fight was Clubber Lang. Rocky Geyser's was 20% interest rates. Through all of his battles, inflation, recession, regulations, Rocky Geyser has always answered the bell. For 40 years, I've been in the ring with my clients sweating the details. Call Rocky Geyser of REMAX Executives today or log on to OneRocky.com. Put Rocky in your corner. Doug Duda, Frank Uchero with you here. Archer Heelan will get back on the mat here. It looked like uh, he got poked in the eye. They were over here taking a look at him as the medical staff as they get ready to go with the second period. But Frank, tell me a little bit about uh, what Carney High put on the mat Thursday, what they put on the mat today with this uh, young squad. Uh, yeah, so for those of you who are not familiar or are not from the area, obviously a big a big change in Carney wrestling this year with the head coach position with, with Coach Swarm taking an administrative vice principal position, but bringing back one of our own, Ryan Bauer. Um, long long history of Bowers in, in Carney High and UNK, just Carney wrestling in general. And so, um, oh gosh, we got a lot of kids out, um, I think 80-some in that first week or so. Uh, and that will always dwindle down a little bit, but still the numbers are fantastic. Um, but they're just super, uh, super heavy numbers on the light on the young side. So I think we've got 40 some freshmen out mm-hmm. of so over half of them uh, there. And so that leaves us lacking a little bit of experience at times in the varsity here. But um, but the, the the mood is good in the room. The kids are, are energized and uh, they, they've been working hard so far. And then on the Grand Island side, they got off to a good start. They beat number five Columbus in the opening duel on Thursday. Yeah, I did see that. I, I didn't see any of the results. Um, those two are going to be probably neck and neck. I don't. I don't know. Was that was the score pretty close of that duel? I'm not sure. Yeah, Grand Island uh, got a couple of big wins in there towards the uh, early portion of the duel to give them some, give them a little space in there. But yeah, I mean, Grand Island, depending on which rankings you look at, is is towards the bottom of Class A in the top ten. While Columbus uh, looks like a solid team. Of course, Carney will duel them later this year, and 
uh, obviously uh, so much Class A coaching connections that come out of whether it's at Kearney or UNK. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's kind of fun for me having being a UNK alumni is seeing a lot of that UNK connection um, in all these head coaches and Morrison, Grand Island, Key Sweater, Columbus, Bauer here, the Rutledges, McCurdy. I mean, the whole the go, list goes on and on. So that's that's a lot of fun to watch those guys compete against each other. Of course, the UNK wrestling team for the most part out in Vegas at the Cliff Keen this weekend. The Huskers after day one yesterday were actually leading the tournament there, the defending champs, but UNK always gets, uh, as one of the few Division II schools out there, uh, gets a lot done. And then Hastings College and some of the other UNK kids are at Doan. And right now, Ryan Bauer, or excuse me, uh, not Ryan Bauer, uh, Archer Heelan's got himself uh, his hands full here against the Scotts Bluff wrestler in this final pool play. Yeah, so this is, uh, what, Archer's fourth match um, this season, I, I believe. And he's, he's been in some dogfights already, so it's, it's an adjustment for him. He's wrestling 120 versus 113 where he was last year. Um, he just recently signed to wrestle at St. Cloud State Division II powerhouse. So I think he realizes he's going to have to wrestle 125 next year. That's the lightest weight. So he's going to have to uh, make some adjustments. Everything's going to have to be cleaned up, so to speak. You're not going to be able to just muscle these kids around. And I, and I think that's that's what he's seeing today. Is he's, he's been in tight matches all of it so far. Right now he's up 5-3 to three in the neutral position with a minute 20 to go in the third period against the sophomore Joey Canseco out of Scott's Bluff. And he's in on a good single, but almost, and he did. He got thrown to his back on the edge of the mat here, and he is in a little bit of trouble, and he is stuck. Yeah, just a neck wrench there. Good move by Canseco, but again, another example there of Helan. He just needs just a little bit more horsepower to drive through that double leg. He's kind of brought him up. Canseco brought him up into his hips and then stepped over into that neck wrench and, and uh, got the fall. Carney coach is not happy. Look, did look like it might have been a little premature on the call, but... Yeah, Archer wasn't happy either. The headgear got a little bit of a toss there. And, you know, it's something that we talked about on the old Doug and Daddy show earlier this week. You, We talk about we need more officials which means we need younger officials. But the only way these officials get any work is to put them right out there. I mean, yeah, there's the JVs going on, and sometimes that happens. But even if you're 30, 35 years old, you're still kind of looked at as a young official. And in the sport of wrestling, probably more than any sport, calls are so subjective, uh, so close. One obviously is going to see it one way. The other guy is going to see it the other way. Yeah, and it's, um, you know, much like the sport, much like competing and officiating is very much the same. It's very personal. You're, you're kind of on an island out there. Everybody's watching you. There's nobody else to really, really blame or rely on when, when things get, get sticky. Well, we've got a couple of Grand Island wrestlers going, and right now here on mat number two, Dane Aarons of Grand Island and Cisco Rivas of Kearney are battling, and Aarons gets the uh, takedown here just about 50 seconds into the first period to lead it by a score of 2 to nothing. And Aarons throws the boots in there. he has got a leg in, cross-body ride. So some early matches here. Uh, before we get into the placement round, thought we'd get on uh, on the air and bring you some wrestling action today. Also want to remind you that we've got basketball on ESPN Tri-Cities as Kearney Catholic will take on Holdridge on the road. That begins at 4 o'clock, 92.1 and 1460 a.m. Uh, also, Kearney High playing basketball down at Papillion today. The girls are at Bellevue East, and uh, they're playing Papillion-La Vista South. The boys are at Papio South. They're playing Lincoln Southwest to finish up the pod tournament. Of course, we were here Thursday bringing you opening round action as they 
uh, took on Bellevue East. The boys a fairly easy winner. The girls dropped an overtime decision. Over on mat three, Jason Perez, a junior of Grand Island, uh, going up against Preston Sanchez, uh, the state-rated wrestler from Creighton Prep, and so far 4 to nothing in favor of Sanchez of uh, Creighton Prep. So uh, Carney High Wrestling, along with Grand Island, our friends over at North Platte. And something really cool before we take a break here again, Frank, North Platte, for the folks that didn't see it, they actually wrestled outside downtown Main Street against Gehring last night. Gehring was also coming out to go to Cozad, so they stopped off in North Platte. And, of course, uh, Gehring after that incredible year that they had last year. That was quite the sight. We had just a moment to talk to Coach Hall about it. Yeah, yeah, true story. Outside, wrestling outside, on the street in December in Nebraska. and uh, the You boy- had to plan that out ahead of time, too. Oh, my <laughs> gosh, yeah, they got lucky. Um, the only thing that would have been better is if it had been on, what, Thursday night. Yeah. It was just uh, just a little bit nicer, but, gosh, yeah, they couldn't have asked for a better night. And uh, Coach Hall was, I think, tickled pink with the result. I mean, it's somewhere between five and 700 people. I mean, with it outdoor like that, people just, he said people were just coming out. They were downtown. Everybody come check it out. I mean, it's a spectacle, and it's good for the sport. Yeah, something neat to have. Carney High has been doing the uh, uh, auditorium wrestling here for the last few years with Lincoln East. This year it's going to be with Columbus. But just a little something different wrestling at all levels, college and high school, has taken to doing some things like that to generate fan interest. And the kids and coaches seem to love it too. Yeah, generate fan interest, but also, yeah, generate, you know, interest among your own your own students and your athletes and you know, there's kids that see that, and they say, oh, man, that's pretty cool. You know, maybe I'd like to be a part of that, you know. It's not just running around and sweating and trying to lose weight uh, before a match. It's pretty cool stuff. So let's get back to what we've got going right here uh, on mat number two. Dane Aarons of Grand Island maintaining his 2 nothing lead. He chose bottom of the second period against Cisco Rivas of Kearney. Rivas has rode him out here for the first minute 15, so there's no change in the score. And Sanchez of Creighton Prep now has a 6 nothing lead over Perez of Grand Island with a minute to go in the second period. So on one side, Frank, you, you want to score from the top, but you also don't want to give off points. And so uh, kind of that 50-50 when maybe you're not a score from the top. Yeah, Aarons came out in that first period, got a takedown, and was kind of putting a tough ride on Cisco, and then Cisco turns around and puts a good ride on here, and right as I say that, he gets a little bit too high, and Aarons reverses him here to take a 4-0 lead. Ten seconds to go in the second period. Thought maybe we had some back points that were counted there, but the official did not signal any, and then we're going to get a stall warning on Grand Island just trying to finish things off. Maybe he just had the legs in a little too long down there, but uh, the period hasn't ended. Yeah, I, I honestly, I, I'm not sure where that call is coming from, to be to be honest, on the edge there. There are some different interpretations of the edge rules, um, and it varies by high school and college, and, and so I think there's a lot of gray area there, especially as the officials are concerned. Yeah, I think both guys were fine with letting the last seven, eight seconds ride out and then getting a restart to go to the third period. And that's exactly where we will head. Aaron's leading Rivas by a score of four to nothing. Our pregame brought to you by Hogemeyer Hybrids. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrids seed dealer. We'll be back to the Carney High invite in a moment. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer independent representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. 
H&R Block in St. Paul wish the area athletes good luck. Rick Davison offers tax preparation, all business services, including bookkeeping, payroll, and tax advice. Open Monday from 9 to 5 or by appointment. Call Rick at 308-390-7818. Don't let a leaky roof put a damper on your life. Doberstein Roofing and Carney will make sure your home or business is properly covered and protected. With over 50 years of experience, they know how to get the job done right. Doberstein Roofing wishes all the wrestlers good luck. Pools, hot tubs, fireplaces, and accessories. Backyard fun is what we provide. This is Doug with Detterdings. See us for quality products and expert local service. We're proud of all the wrestlers in central Nebraska. Keep striving to excel from Detterdings and Kearney and Grand Island. Doug Duda, Frank Cuchero, back with you here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Earlier today, uh, it's championship Saturday in college football. And on ESPN, you heard Baylor stop Oklahoma State four times from the one-yard line in the final minute of the ball game to deny Oklahoma State a chance to make the college football playoff. I can't imagine what that ride's going to be like today. Baylor wins it 21-16. to They were up 21-3 to in the SEC championship game. Georgia leads Alabama 3 to nothing with 3.40 to go in the first quarter. Tonight we will have the Big Ten championship game on ESPN Tri-Cities right after basketball. Iowa and Michigan at approximately 7 o'clock. And Houston has taken a 10-7 lead over Cincinnati with 4.20 to go in the first quarter of their conference championship game. Cincinnati trying to make it into the playoffs as well. Let's get back to the action here at the Carney High Invitational. And it looks like Dane Aarons is just going to probably win a workmanlike uh, match here over Cisco Rivas. Yeah, and uh, that's not a bad win. Cisco is a returning state qualifier uh, for the Bearcats. Current, currently uh, junior varsity at the moment, but uh, Cisco's a competitor. He's a hard-nosed kid. Great cross-country runner, so you know he's got that discipline. He's got that mindset uh, to push himself. Um, but uh, yeah, four seconds left here. Aaron's with a six-point lead. That's going to be uh, hard to overcome. So six nothing. The final as the uh, restart lets those final few seconds come off. Also, one of the injuries in our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. We talked about Flavia Nagatani. Uh, out for the injury and will try to be ready to go for national tournaments next summer and then the start of her collegiate wrestling career Aiden Olson who was the varsity starter at 132 on Thursday is uh, out with an injury as well and uh, you talk about what's going on over with uh, Joey Morrison in Grand Island they're sitting in pretty good shape our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center but uh, like he said they had a big senior class last year. Uh, I remember back when they were kind of where Carney is today. They came over after all those big runs, and they had a full freshman and sophomores. And you know, coach just looked at me and said, "Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take our lumps, but this will probably be the same team we have for the next three years." And they've been pretty good, and now uh, they're gonna have a lot of new uh, folks in there as well. So, uh, seeing a few of those here this afternoon. Yeah, you know, wrestling mirrors life. I mean, you gotta just. Start at the bottom, take your lumps, and continue to, to work hard and, and get better. And But those are the teams that it's it's just so gratifying. You can see those guys that have come up through the system and the JV and then work their way into varsity, and then they become big contributors, state placers, their junior, senior years. That's, that's fun to watch. 
Over on uh, mat number one, uh, the Bearcats will get back to action here. By the way, uh, also uh, Perez of Grand Island ended up falling to state-rated Sanchez of Creighton Prep. The final score there was uh, eight to nothing uh, in their match. So we anticipate this round to kind of go quickly because not every weight class is represented in this round, and then we will move in to the placement matches. So we're looking forward uh, to uh, bringing you all of that. First, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth. Perry Swarm is on the mat. For Carney High, the 2-1 junior against Lincoln Southeast, Caleb Durr at 138. They are ranked 7th and 8th, according to any wrestle. Yeah, Durr in on a head inside single leg here, and Swarm just trying to clamp on, neat thigh pinch on the head there, wait for a stalemate, and he finally gets it. It's yeah. been a, I think Swarm had, uh, had a match, I think he had two buys after that, just the way that things lined up here with the with the pool wrestling and yep. uh, finally getting back going here yeah 38 was one of the quiet weight classes uh, here today not a whole lot of quiet weight classes but that was one of them uh, also 26 was kind of quiet here today and the swarm ends up getting taken down dane errands is also ranked sixth and that's who we were just talking about a wrestled a moment ago from grand island so six seven and eight right here at the Carney invite, and Swarm finds himself down 2-0 on the Durr takedown. 30 seconds to go in the first period. Swarm comes to his feet, tries to rip the hands, taken back down to the mat, comes up again, taken back down for a second time, and Durr now in a little bit better position with 20 seconds to go in the first period. Yeah, Durr's got a tough ride on top. He's doing a nice job. He's got Swarm be- bellied out, applying lots of pressure there. You can see him digging his toes in the mat, making that bottom guy keep all of your weight on top, wearing him out. Over on mat number three, you have Sam Noctical, the freshman out of Kearney, taking on Bo Howard of Lincoln Southeast and the classic takedown and escape. It is two to one and another takedown now for Noctical. Noctical's up four to one just a minute into the first period. Yeah, Sam's been fun to watch so far. Um, made the starting lineup as a freshman and um, he's got some some good uh, bloodlines. His dad was a state champ for the Bearcats back in the, the 90s and uh, Sam was one of those kids that coming up through the program that you always hear about in you know, middle school and junior high. And, and uh, people are expecting him to do well. And, and um, yeah, he's, he's a good kid and a great athlete. And he's a lot of fun to watch. Back over to uh, mat number one. It will be Perry Swarm to take top or on top as Durr took bottom to start the second period. Swarm's down two to nothing. Durr tried to roll through, but uh, riding the hips there, Swarm keeps him in the middle of the mat here. 30 seconds gone in the second period. And the first period will come to an end here for Sam Noctical with a 4-1 lead. And as we say that, Durr will get the escape. He now has a 3-0 lead back to neutral against Perry Swarm, who's quickly in on a weak shot, doesn't have a chance to finish anything there. Yeah, Perry does a lot of shots from open. I'd like to see him start to create a little bit more of an angle, uh, come, come from the side a little bit more on his attacks as Durr is back another with a head inside single, just like he was in that first period. And Swarm tries a leg pass. He had the right idea. He just kind of bailed on it too soon. He was he was fine. Went to his back, you know, to create a scramble there, but just wasn't comfortable. And that's that's a tough thing to do. But but you're okay there if you kind of go down with the ship. But you got to ride it out and uh, and keep scrambling. But Durr with a takedown. Durr tried to get a cradle wrapped up, and Swarm broke that off, and then was trying for a reversal, but ran out of mat room, and so they'll come back to the. Middle of the mat here, Swarm down 5 to nothing. 42 seconds to go in the second period. Something tells me, though, that we're going to have a little more excitement over here before that one's over. Noctical 
in the second period. Gets an escape, and now another takedown. He leads Howard of Southeast 7-1, and now trying to get him turned and get a pin, and he's got him turned with a minute 10 to go in the second period. Yeah, he's got that bottom arm pulled across, and that classic barbed wire or butcher, if you will, whatever you like to call it, but uh, Sam got it locked up tight enough and got the fall. And that's what it is, a pin in 3.59 for Sam Noctical. The freshman improves to 4-1 and one at 145 pounds. That's a, about where I always think, Frank, it gets a little tough when you're a freshman. You always think about the freshman down there at 6.13, 20, where they're supposed to be, and maybe you are a freak of nature, and you get up there and you start at 82 or 95, and, and you're going to take your lumps. But right in about that 45 is where I think if you're wrestling an upperclassman, it starts to get tough. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you just think of... You know, the majority of, you know, humans are kind of right in that range, 140 to 170 range, so your numbers are going to be higher. There's going to be a better chance that there's going to be a lot better or more opportunity for, for good athletes, stronger, faster, quicker kids. And so, yeah, you're right. It's, it's harder to have success at some of those heavier weights sometimes as a younger wrestler. And speaking of how things go, we just had Sam Noctical on mat three at 145 pounds. The next match is at 182 pounds, where Riley Johnson got a quick ankle pick to uh, take down Luke Rathjen, the 3-0 senior for North Platte, to get a, a 2-0 lead. So a nice start there in this battle of seniors. So a great start for, for Riley there. Riley's a little bit undersized at this weight. Rathjen is no joke. He's, uh, he's all one of 182. Uh, pretty athletic-looking kid, returning state qualifier for North Platte, but he gets a reversal here. He's looking like he's going to get Johnson balled up in a cradle here possibly. Rathjen ranked 8th. All of our rankings today brought to you by any wrestle. The Nebraska Coaches Association doesn't put out individual rankings to start the season. They do put out team rankings uh, to start the season for tournament and dual action. And just to give a quick look at what they have in Class A, Millard South, number one, followed by Omaha Westside, Norfolk, Papillion La Vista, and Columbus. North Platte, sixth, then Lincoln East, Grand Island, Millard West, and Lincoln Southwest. So uh, today, Southwest not living up to their ranking, but again, early on in the season, not everybody's going to have their full 14 guys out here. Yeah, and well, and this format is is so different today. I mean, so we talked about the difference in the weight classes here. I was informed that this is actually called a scramble. That's There, there is a format to it, and it is called a scramble. Um, so seven teams, and I don't know, do you want to get into that? Should I we? love scrambles. Yeah, exactly. Oh, wait, that's golf. So this is like a shamble in golf, only it's a scramble here, and they will finish <laughs> things off over here. Luke Rathjen will turn and get the pin of Johnson in a minute 47. Uh, no, I'll... I'll let you explain if you have more explaining to do here. Oh, I don't know that I if it's necessary, but uh, you know, with with the seven teams, unfortunately, we don't have a full eight to you know fill an eight-man bracket. So they tried to get a little creative, um, allowed each team to bring uh, two additional JV wrestlers into the varsity competition. Um, just just one, um, you get, so you could have two wrestlers in the same bracket from the same school essentially, um, but only one scoring points. Right. Um, and then whatever the the weights turned out to be, if it was, what, five, I think, seven or less, they did a round-robin format, and then if there was seven or more, then they put them into the pools and then got them into the, these place uh, matches. So, so there you have it. That's the scramble format. Yeah, a little bit different, but uh, whatever is better for the sport. So that's good to see. Right now we don't have any... Uh, of the area wrestlers that are on the mat, so it's a good chance to take a break uh, and hear from more of our great wrestling sponsors. Again, covering the Carney High Wrestling Invite 
Uh, I've been doing it since 97. They here at Power 99 were doing it before that. Uh, uh, Johnny McCann, of course, was the uh, brother of a longtime head coach, Tom McCann, and uh, got the wrestling going here on the radio before I even came to town. But uh, So I'm guessing 30 years minimum that we have been uh, covering the Kearney High Wrestling Invite, and we'll be back with the 2021 edition right after this. Platte Valley Auto, Heartland Chevrolet is Central Nebraska's leader in the automotive industry. Sales, service, parts and tires, great selection of new and pre-owned Ford, Lincoln, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep and Ram, Chevrolet, Buick. Three stores in the Heartland to serve you best. Platte Valley Auto, Lexington, Kearney, Heartland, Chevrolet, Buick, Lexington. Over 400 new and used to choose from. PlatteValleyAuto.com or HeartlandChevrolet.com. Or stop by and see us. Platte Valley Auto, beautiful downtown Lexington. Lexington, Top of the Hill, Kearney, Heartland Chevrolet, Lexington, Southside. Great food, cold drinks, and shots of adrenaline. It's more than a night out. It's pulse-pounding action. This is Tri-City Storm Hockey, all season long at the Viero Center. This is the best game in town. For tickets and schedule, visit stormhockey.com. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan. Where our customers say, that's where we always go. Pools, hot tubs, fireplaces, and accessories. Backyard fun is what we provide. This is Doug with Detterdings. See us for quality products and expert local service. We're proud of all the wrestlers in central Nebraska. Keep striving to excel. From Detterdings and Kearney and Grand Island. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Doug Duda along with uh, Frank Cuchera back here at the Carney High Wrestling Invitational in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth bringing you the opening invite of the year while Carney Towing is on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy duty towing to roadside assistance call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us will be there. As uh, we Look down on the mat right now. Caleb Weekly of Grand Island has a 2-0 lead over Peyton Hop of Lincoln Southeast. A minute and a half gone in the first period. And uh, Weekly wrestling from uh, on top right now. And that is the uh, only match that has one of our local wrestlers going uh, at the moment. But on the other match, you got Scott's Bluff versus Omaha Creighton Prep. So... You- you're not going to see that matchup very often. No, no doubt about it. And uh, while we have a minute, that's 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 one of the great things about being in the middle of the state, so to speak. Even though Scotts Bluff is going to go, I'll tell you where the middle of the state is. It's not Carney, but uh, 
uh, you get to see some matchups like this. Uh, we talked a little bit about COVID, the change to the state tournament last year. They're trying to get back to the regular format here uh, this year. I know just talking to folks in all sports, uh, some things that you had to do during COVID end up being positive changes, maybe things you didn't even think of uh, in the past. Frank, is there anything as we get back into, quote, regular wrestling that uh, we could take out of last year? Man, I, you know, I asked if you were going to try and stump me yeah, on the well, air. there you go. Well, I got it before, before you get you and Putney going or, you know, something like that in February, I got to get you going, man. <laughs> uh, positive changes from last year. Gosh, uh, I would have to think about that one. Um, honestly, yeah, I'm not I'm not sure where I'm at with that. But um, I think it will be interesting because, you know, as you say, we try to get back to the same format at the state tournament. Um, this is also the first year for sanctioned girls wrestling. Right. So so that will be mixed in as well. So um, as much as we'll try to get it back to the same, it's still going to be different because that will be a nice addition as well. 111 schools slash co-ops programs, I guess would be the right word, started their season. They've already had some big uh, invitationals. I saw that the girls also wrestled yesterday at the Dom Reich's invite uh, over at Amherst. Nebraska City had a huge uh, girls tournament already. And uh, they're trying to make sure that uh, there are plenty of tournaments, although travel could be an issue for some of those, uh, but to find the best ones out there and put these schedules together. And uh, a lot of positive out of that. Right now, the Heartland Athletic Conference, especially Lincoln schools, were pulling the reins back uh, on that. And uh, it might be a year or two before Carney dives in with both feet right now. And, and one of those, as, as much, we were talking about this during the lunch break, Frank, and I think it's a fair to let everybody know. I mean, you talk about the brand-new school here at Kearney, a b- great new wrestling room, but it's full. Yeah, It's full, and when you talk boys and girls, when you talk two sports, it's just like trying to practice boys and girls basketball, okay? Well, one day the boys are going to play in the main gym, and the girls are going to go right through the door over there and go to the JV gym, and then they'll switch the next day. You don't have that for wrestling. you got one room. Yeah, absolutely, and, and I think that's one of those things, like you say, when the facilities were built, that wasn't necessarily in mind, um, and with you know, we're fortunate enough to have that good of numbers. I mean, shoot, with just the boys' practices, we're shuffling them. We're, we're stationed, you know, doing half in the weight room and half in the wrestling room, half technique, and then half live later. And so, um, and I have no doubt that the girls' numbers will be the same. They'll be able to build those here. But I think in order to do it justice and, and create a good a good environment for it, you know, I think there needs to be some, some forethought put into it, you know, and logistically speaking, just, you know, staff-wise and how you're going to run the practices, what time, and, and traveling and, and, and all of that. It's just a whole other ball of wax. Staffing, but, coaching. But yeah, yeah. I have, I have no doubt they'll, they'll put a great plan together here, as, as they will other places. But And we're seeing that in women's wrestling in general. I mean, if I've always said this. If you, if you build it, they will come, and it's going to just going to continue to grow exponentially year by year. Back down to the mat here with an update for Grand Island's Caleb Weekly. He has an 8-2 lead over Peyton Hoff of Lincoln Southeast as the third period is about ready to uh, get underway. And uh, we do have empty mats right now, so there's only a couple of three matches as I look up at the board right now. Uh, just a few matches to go here before we do get into the championship medal rounds, which we'll uh, really jump into with both feet. Uh, Frank, I'll ask you another one kind of off the top of the head uh, just to refresh everybody's memory, kind of statewide. We always talk about, okay, where can be some four-timers who's powerful in the team race? What's some of the headlines for uh, high school wrestling as we get this season underway? Yeah, Millard South in Class A, um, obviously, is uh, they're still going to be in the driver's seat, I think. Uh, might still be kind of a race for second. 
Uh, Papillion, La Vista, Omaha West Side is projected to finish finish pretty highly. Where did they come from? They're just, they've been solid. They've been solid and, um, you know, keep getting that experience in the room. And um, But it all depends on uh, how they do down at the state tournament. I mean, there's always you know, Norfolk, another solid team, Class A. Um, gosh, Class B, who is... Who's the favorites there in well, B? What do you got? We were talking about that yesterday with Drew Castler of any wrestle, and it kind of depends what you look at. I mean, Hastings is there, Broken Bow, Bennington, Beatrice, Omaha Scut uh, is not at number one, but at least they're back in the top ten. Aurora's got some kids, but uh, he thought that that might be the most wide open of all four classes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, Hastings is the only one I've had firsthand to see this year, and uh, they look pretty salty. They're they're a well-coached team. Um, they had some, some timely... Uh, transfers or whatever in there and so with some tough kids and uh i think they're going to be tough to beat honestly and i know broken bow's got a couple of kids that came down from pierce uh that were part of their uh program that's going to be really good as well and kind of fill things in obviously they lost my cousin lathan uh the two-time champion up to north dakota state so uh falconberry i mean they had a couple of kids uh, unfortunately for casey he got waxed out because of injury and illness last year, so he didn't get to do much during his senior season, but a couple of big-time kids that they're trying to replace there as well. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're looking at at Class B, and we will get a chance to see some of the smaller schools, like we said at the Amherst Invite, the Lou Platt Conference Tournament when we uh, move into 2022. So as usual, we're down to one match, and then we've got a little coach conversation going on at the same time down here. 8-2 to two, uh, Grand Island still with the lead, as we told you about as we move along. But, uh, you know, you take a look at uh, some of those kids that are uh, moving on and, and a chance to uh, go on to big-time Division One college wrestling. Uh, does it seem to you or is it inaccurate that we're having more of those kids lately here over the last few years out of Nebraska? Yeah, no, I think that the level overall is definitely uh, continuing to improve um, in the state of Nebraska. And um, especially getting some of that D1 caliber, but even even Division Two. I mean, just looking here locally at, at UNK's room, they're more and more um, you know homegrown in-state talent that's that's contributing at a high level. And it's nice to see uh, some of the other Class A schools starting to f- find some kids that uh, can come in and not necessarily all be powers, but at least have enough that a lot of these top maybe 20 schools will say in A, have somebody that has an opportunity to go win a state title. And that's yeah. always good to have in your room. Yeah, uh, you know, and it's it's fun to watch these guys that are just studs, you know, like <laughs> Grice's, the Hamilton's, and Entrell Taylor. I mean, that's, uh, uh, it's, it's just fun to watch those guys. And, and it's fun to see how they do at the next level, too. And it doesn't always work out, um, but... Uh, Sometimes, you know, we've seen sometimes they'll start out at D1 and then sometimes they end up at D2 and they have a great career. You know, we've seen that several times. Well, finished up here, Caleb Weekly of Grand Island, uh, who was up 8-1, to one, wins at 8-4 to four over Hop of Lincoln Southeast. We're going to have a quick little break here, it looks like, as uh, maybe they'll clean the mats and then we're going to get ready for the championship so we'll take that break with you and remind you that high school wrestling as they have for a number of years brought to you by craig weeches your impacts egg partner and pioneer seed representative pioneer knows more about field conditions with top yielding pioneer brand soybeans with impact partners and pioneer seed 
Science with service, delivering success. Here from the 2021 Carney Wrestling Inbox. The Big Rack Shack is a one-stop shop for all your storage needs. Stop by their 15,000-square-foot showroom at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. From heavy-duty pallet racks to lightweight garage shelving, they have a wide variety of industrial-quality shelving that will last a lifetime. With the Midwest's largest selection of heavy-duty steel storage cabinets, workbenches, carts, vices, and more, you can find them on the web at BigRackShack.com or give them a call at 308-234-4464. Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best-known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters, and that's why we back everything with a guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy. It's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices. At Builders and Carney in Grand Island. Time. It's the eternal measure for growers everywhere, influencing the ebbs and flows of every season. Through it all, Nutrient Ag Solutions stands with you, offering agronomic power, local expertise, and access to solutions to help you lead the field. Because the time to act is right now. Find your local crop consultant at NutrientAgSolutions.com. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. H&R Block in St. Paul wish the area athletes good luck. Rick Davison offers tax preparation, all business services, including bookkeeping, payroll, and tax advice. Open Monday from 9 to 5 or by appointment. Call Rick at 308-390-7818. Don't let a leaky roof put a damper on your life. Doberstein Roofing in Kearney will make sure your home or business is properly covered and protected. With over 50 years of experience, they know how to get the job done right. Doberstein Roofing wishes all the rest. Wrestlers, good luck. Doug Duda, Frank Kuchera back with you here at Kearney High. A big thank you to Athletic Director Ryan Hogue and the entire crew here as always are running another fine event. Uh, the JVs over in uh, the secondary gymnasium, the varsity on a little bit of a break here as we get ready for the placement matches. And uh, again, we will have the most outstanding wrestler at the end. And uh, just taking a look at some of the rankings, as we talked about, if you joined us in our pre-match coverage, 40 rated wrestlers were scheduled to wrestle here today. And some of the stacked weight classes included 120 and 160 pounds, uh, probably uh, where you look at with the most rated wrestlers. And then I think maybe there's a couple of Scott's Bluff kids that didn't get into the Class B rankings that look pretty good here today that uh, turned some things up uh, as well. But uh, 106 was uh, set to be pretty good as well. And uh, we will be getting in to these uh, placement matches coming up here in uh, just a few moments. Uh, but not everything, especially early in the year, sometimes it's easy to seed these things. And with track wrestling, it's become easier. Uh, the coaches' meetings in the morning don't uh, last as long and they don't get as intense because uh, you just go to what the numbers tell you. And uh, I think that makes things a little bit better for everybody. Yeah, I think it definitely makes them run a little bit more smoothly, I guess, if you have a, a default like that where it's 
you're not just simply going in there and, and going to battle uh, like the old days. You hear some stories from the seating meetings of guys is almost, you know, getting ready to fist fight over, over a second or a third seat or something. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's pros and cons to it. But, yeah, if you have something that's a little more uh, objective like that, it makes it easier. We'll do our best at this point to kind of run down who should be wrestling in this final round. Some of them will be placements, some of them because of pool play. And when they do the pools, they try to seed it so that the last match would potentially be the one versus two out of those guys uh, in the pool. And this is brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. At 106 pounds, Gates of Grand Island will take on Phillips of Lincoln Southwest and Pittner of North Platte will be taking on Gamino of Scott's Bluff. Uh, Miller of Kearney uh, is the one wrestler in this uh, that has already wrestled uh, all of his rounds to this point. Then you move on to a 113 pounds where we had a few more wrestlers uh, trying to get those uh, seated in here to round five. It'll be uh, Pedro of Grand Island and Goodman of Kearney, Felix of Scott's Bluff, McLaughlin of Lincoln Southwest, Waggle of North Platte, and Schaefer of Lincoln Southeast, and Conseco there of, uh, of uh, Scott's Bluff. Uh, he is not in this round. Again, he was uh, rated at 113. A Weigel of North Platte is eighth uh, at 113 pounds. Then uh, Archer Heelan, who's taken a couple of lumps today for Carney High. He was the number one ranked wrestler. Uh, Sanchez of Creighton Prep third, and then Hunter Jacobson, who's uh, beaten them both already, uh, is basically locked up a uh, number one, and uh, it'll be Heelan of Carney and Sanchez of Creighton Prep, the one and three wrestlers in the state going at the, this weight. Uh, Canseco of Scott's Bluff will take on Jacobson of Lincoln Southwest. And Canseco, as we just said, he isn't back to 113. He was ranked fifth at 113 pounds, so he's going to be wrestling here at 120. So that should be a great one against Jacobson. And then Perez of Grand Island will take on uh, Lima Marte from uh, Lincoln Southeast. At yeah, one, just, go ahead. I was going to say, strictly from the depth-wise, that's probably got to be the deepest weight here at 120. You know. Keelan, Sanchez, Jacobson, all preseason ranked at 120. Canseco, preseason number five, and B at 13. So that, that's why he's so salty. And then you move on to our next weight class at 126. It'll be Obermiller of Grand Island, who's preseason ranked third against Kennel of North Platte. And then you had Evan Fuchs of uh, Lincoln Southeast. Uh, he got beat earlier, so he will take on another Sanchez from Creighton Prep for third. And the fifth-place match will have Levine of Kearney against Perales of uh, Scott's Bluff. At 132 pounds in the final round, it'll be Smith of Kearney and Rounder of uh, Lincoln Southeast. It'll be Lincoln Southwest's Cash Bates ranked fourth against Jackson of uh, North Platte. And Kaminsky of Creighton Prep will take on Cortez of Grand Island. At 138 pounds, this one had plenty of wrestlers all over the place, uh, so we will see how that all plays out. But wrestling uh, for first and second will be Wagner of Scott's Bluff and Durr from uh, Lincoln Southeast. Uh, that is going to be your first place match at 138 pounds. Uh, Durr uh, just beat Perry Swarm a little bit ago. Uh, so Swarm will wrestle uh, his teammate, Rivas, Cisco, and uh, Perry will be wrestling for third place. You mentioned that uh, there would be a couple of weight classes where you could have a couple extra wrestlers, and so that's what you've got there. And Cervantes of Scott's Bluff will take on Young of Lincoln Southwest. You think Rivas and Swarm will actually wrestle? Or uh, will the coach say, eh, let's just 
have somebody walk through because obviously they wrestle in the wrestling room. Yeah, honestly, I guess I don't know, Doug. I know that they, they had a wrestle off uh, right before Thanksgiving, uh, which Swarm won. It was another close match, and that's why you see them both, you know, in the running today. They're both both quality kids, but yeah, I'm not sure if they'll wrestle or not. Then at 145 pounds, the championship match will be between number two, Landon McLaughlin of Lincoln Southwest and uh, Tyler Salpas of Grand Island. Joplin of Kearney will wrestle for third. You got another one there against uh, Sam Noctigal uh, at 145 pounds. And then uh, Grand Island and Brasino will take on Huntsman of North Platte. 152 pounds. This was one of the... Uh, smaller weight classes you don't see that happen here very often but uh, there's only uh, four wrestlers in the weight class so Sutton of Carney will take on Grazer of uh, Columbus uh, or Creighton Prep excuse me and he is ranked uh, Christian ranked seventh in the state of Nebraska and then you have Garrett Morgan ranked 10th against the Zingle of Grand Island Senior High and earlier uh, in that uh, Grazer Morgan match it was a Grazer winning it by a decision of 8-5. to five. They actually wrestled back in round one. I would have thought that would have been the one that we would have had here, but uh, not the way that it played out. At 160 pounds in the uh, first place match, it will be Pierce Johnson of Creighton Prep. He is ranked fourth against North Platte and uh, Brower. Then the third place match, Guevara of Grand Island and Ashman of Lincoln Southwest. Jacob Ransdell of Kearney will take on Pasco of Lincoln Southeast in the fifth place match here today. 170 pounds. This is one where we have a placement matches again for you. And uh, take Kuchera of Kearney. We'll take on Trevino of Scotts Bluff for first place. Jackson of Lincoln Southwest against Robley of North Platte for third. And uh, Boner of Creighton Prep taking on Hostetler of Grand Island for fifth place. 182 pounds. Again, we had a lot of wrestlers uh, at this weight class. And so in the first place match, it'll be Mobley of Scott's Bluff. He will take on Rathjen of North Platte. Rathjen is ranked 8th. Uh, now Tate Kuchar is ranked 7th, but he is wrestling at 170. They had him ranked at 82. You think Tate will probably end up staying at 170. That's one of the things about these first two weeks. A lot of these guys still trying to find their yeah, weight class. A lot of ass- assumptions being made right now. <laughs> yeah, but as far as weight classes, and, and we're seeing that, yeah, up and down the this sheet here of probably 10 different occasions. Also at 82, Weekly of Grand Island will take on Holbert of Creighton Prep for third place. At 195 pounds, uh, again, this uh, should be a good one. Max McClatchley of Lincoln Southeast, he is ranked fourth, and he will take on Albertson of North Platte in the championship. Boyle of Scotts Bluff and Brock of Grand Island will be wrestling for third place. Up at 220 pounds, the first place match will be James of uh, Lincoln Southeast against the only, uh, I guess we should say there were two number one wrestlers here according to any wrestler, uh, Archer Heelan of Kearney and then Vince Genitone who if you've paid any attention to wrestling or football the last couple of years you know about this guy and he didn't get into the second period in any of his matches uh, here today. Yeah and I think he'll be hard pressed to get into the second period this this season if, if he really wants to and, and but they do a good job of they uh they travel to some pretty tough tournaments i think three or four out of state tournaments that are that are big two-day tournaments so you know he'll probably find some good competition there but uh at this point he appears to be head and shoulders um above everybody else in the state 
Molina of Kearney will wrestle for third and fourth against Divot of North Platte. And then finally, at heavyweight here this afternoon, the championship match will be the ninth-ranked wrestler, Sam Sledge of Creighton Prep, against Terry of North Platte. Moore of Kearney and Pittman of Grand Island will be wrestling for third. So that is what our final brackets tell us here as we bring you those final results brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. And hopefully we'll be ready to wrestle here shortly in the championships of the Kearney High Invite. Pools, hot tubs, fireplaces, and accessories. Backyard fun is what we provide. This is Doug with Detterdings. See us for quality products and expert local service. We're proud of all the wrestlers in central Nebraska. Keep striving to excel from Detterdings and Kearney and Grand Island. Have you ever seen a rusty fish? That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect the fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus. It quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of railroad on first on the bricks, downtown Kearney, and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bed liner guaranteed for as long as you own your truck. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. Satisfy a huge hunger with Amigos Build It Burritos or Bowls. There's two sizes, big or even bigger, and we build them fresh just for you. Starting with made-from-scratch cilantro lime rice, pepper jack cheese, and black beans, then you choose the meat and veggies and add sauces like new Chipotle Ranch. It's the perfect cold-weather meal. Customize your Build It Burrito or Bowl today only at Amigos. Doug Duda, Frank Cuchera, back with you here at Kearney High. They anticipate a 4:20 start, so we've still got about five minutes uh, left to kill <laughs> before we get some wrestling going on out here uh, at the Kearney uh, High Invitational as the wrestlers trying to go uh, through their warm-up. And I guess the one positive about that, Frank, we were talking off the air. You mentioned this way uh, we don't have to worry about uh, a time sensitive because you do have to have 45 minutes between uh, matches for some of the other guys uh, that are uh, out here. So, you know, it's been a long day. A lot of things going on. We've been here for, you know, four and a half hours, and finally Bernie Madison makes an appearance. It's about time. Finally Bernie Madison makes an appearance. He's been in the lunchroom. He's eaten all the wings, all the runs, all the burgers. God, he looks good, though. 
He looks good. Former Kearney Catholic coach, now been at North Platte for a long, long time, and uh, loves his sport of wrestling as well. God, he looks good. We should take another break and get him on here. But uh, North Platte, by the way, uh, let's let's give you a look at the team scores as we go into this uh, final round. Uh, North Platte does have the team lead with 134 points. Grand Island is uh, setting in second place right now with 113 and a half. And then Kearney is in third place right now with a 92. So North Platte really had a big last round there and have uh, probably got enough distance, I would think, right now, Frank, to kind of cinch this championship up. Yeah, I think so. I, that, that's the funny thing with this format. It's just hard to get a feel for the, the momentum of the tournament and who's, who's doing what. But, uh, yeah, I think so. I my gut tells me, yeah, North Platte probably has a little bit more talent than anybody else in the field out there. Uh, yeah, Carney hanging in there, 92 Southwest with 80 at, at fourth. So not a bad showing for the Bearcats today. Creighton Prep is fifth with 74. Scotts Bluff is sixth with 69. And Lincoln Southwest had 68. So uh, in seventh, and as we said uh, when we came on the air, uh, pretty bunched up there. I mean, North Platte may have this cinched up, but... Nobody's sitting there with 20 points, and nobody's sitting there with 200. Taking a look at what's going on over in the Kozad Invitational with just a ton of talent in Class B, and Hastings uh, just keeps rolling right now. They are in the Consolation Semifinals, so there's still some work to do over there. But uh, Hastings has 221.5 points, garing a distant second with 132.5. Kozad is setting in third with 108. Wahoo 4th, Ogallala 5th, Lexington is right in the mix there, setting in 6th, Aurora now in ninth. Gothenburg 12th, and Adams Central is 15th over there at uh, the uh, Kozad Invitational. And uh, congratulations, uh, Ravenna taking home the uh, title yesterday at the, their own uh, Invitational, so uh, great things being done by uh, the Dom Reich's uh, invite over there yesterday uh, at Ravenna. While we have a minute, let's go ahead and take a look at those uh, final results for you uh, as well in the uh, team scores from yesterday. Always a deep tournament. Ravenna had 173 points. Amherst was second with 146. Twin River was third with 121.5. Twin Loop was fourth with 113.5. Arcadia Loop City fifth with 97. Pleasanton has a few kids in the wrestling room. They finished sixth. Then it was Southern Valley. Franklin and Wood River tied for eighth. And Centura finished in tenth in that loaded tournament. So that's a little update of what else is going on. Let's hear from some more of our fine sponsors, and then we should be ready for wrestling the championships of the 2021 Carney High End. Pools, hot tubs, fireplaces, and accessories. Backyard fun is what we provide. This is Doug with Detterdings. See us for quality products and expert local service. We're proud of all the wrestlers in central Nebraska. Keep striving to excel from Detterdings and Carney and Grand Island. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere? But I don't have their number. 
308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair. Great Western Bank and Kearney is making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal and business checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and more. It's never too early or too late to start saving. Find out which account is right for you. Come into our Kearney branch at 2120 First Avenue today or online at greatwesternbank.com. Great Western Bank, making life great. Member FDIC. Basketball underway on ESPN Tri-Cities at the end of the first quarter. The Kearney Catholic girls leading Holdridge by a score of 10-9. to 9. So we've got that going for you as well. So right now, let's uh, tell you that in college football, Alabama leading Georgia 14-10 of the SEC championship game. Five and a half to go in the second quarter of play. And we are ready to get our wrestling underway here in the championships of the Kearney High Wrestling Invitational in 2021. Alex Gates of Grand Island, the 4-0 freshman, off to a good start against 3-0 junior Tony Phillips of Lincoln Southwest. And uh, that's what we've got going on here at the 106-pound weight class. And early, it's 2-0 here as Phillips is in on a takedown. Yeah, you see that, 106 pounds, lots of young kids at there. I know the Grand Island wrestler uh, had some good wins earlier, but Phillips here out with a quick takedown here goes up 2-0. And a quick pin by Weigel here for North Platte on mat two. Taking a break over here on mat three as well. I didn't see what happened to end that match. It was a pin. Was it? <laughs> that's how it happens. So Is that clear. your professional opinion? That's my professional opinion right there. No doubt about it. But, uh, yeah, you're looking over here at your first place match uh, where Grand Island is involved in trying to get things rolling along. And uh, what I'm told is that they're going to try and keep first place on one mat, third place on the next. But not all of them uh, are going to be placement uh, either. Some of them are just going to wrap up what's going on on the uh, pool play. So we will see how that matches up. But back over here to mat number one, Phillips is going to be able to get that takedown and get the ride out of Alex Gates in the first period. It'll be 2 nothing here at 106 pounds. The winner of this will uh, be our first champion of the day. It was, by the way, uh, Gamino of Scott's Bluff pinning Pittner of North Platte in a minute eight to uh, get things started. North Platte leading in the team race. As we have 113 and some 120 Waiting to get out there on the mat. As we come back over to a scramble at 106 pounds here. An escape by Phillips of Lincoln Southwest. He started on bottom. Uh, got an early escape here just 12 seconds into the second period. So he and Gates of Grand Island in the battle of early unbeatens on their feet here. Gates, as we said, a rank sixth in the any wrestle to uh, start the season. Tony Phillips of Southwest ranked 10th, and so for a freshman to be ranked, all they can do is go off what they've done in their younger portion of their career and what they've done over the summer, so obviously Alex has got a lot of that under his belt. 
Yeah, wise man once said rankings. That's just some other guy's opinion, right? It was some especially, of those media guys to talk about. Especially first week. You know, you know, I never put so much emphasis on the rankings until I started talking on the radio. <laughs> yeah, because by the time we get you on TV at the end of the year, it's all said and done. Doesn't matter. You're just talking about who's in the finals. So there you go. You're ready to roll. Back over here, a takedown by Phillips. He is in total command of this match, and he's about ready to turn Gates with 50 seconds to go in the second period. Yeah, he's got a cradle locked up here on the near side, but he's got the bottom leg, and he's trying to trying to package that up, make it real tight, keep that leg stuck right up to Gates's nose, and there it's too tight, and there's the fall for Phillips. A pin in three minutes and 21 seconds, so Phillips of Lincoln Southwest is going to be our first champion here today at 106 pounds. Gidden Hastings no longer in the tournament, uh, focusing a lot on what's going on with Carney and Grand Island, our friends in North Platte uh, as well, keeping an eye on that. But we will uh, have plenty of, because of the way the structure is, it's not like, oh, we, we don't have a Carney or Grand Island kid. Uh, because you're going to see a lot of them either in a placement match or finishing up their pools. And that's what we've got going on with uh, Archer Heelan now getting ready to wrestle here. This on paper was going to be the match of the day. Archer Heelan, number one at 120 for Carney against President Sanchez of Creighton Prep, who's ranked third. Uh, Canseco, uh, the number five kid from Scotts Bluff, who was ranked at 113, actually stuck Heelan in his last match. So this is Archer at three and two and Sanchez at four and one. And uh, earlier, Hunter Jacobson of Lincoln Southwest beat them both. And Jacobson right now is taking on Canseco of Scott's Bluff. And this is basically going to be your default first place match. Yeah, Jacobson have a heck of a day for Lincoln Southwest. If he comes out of here with three wins over uh, all three ranked wrestlers, by far the, the deepest way of the tournament here. Yeah, pretty sure the winner of that match is going to be your wrestler of the meet. I, I would have to assume so. Just, just, yeah, just due to the quality of the competition across the board. All right, no score over here between Archer Heelan and President Sanchez still wrestling on their feet with 45 seconds gone in the first period. They'll come to the edge and now circle back to the middle on their own. First takedown, Hunter Jacobson of Lincoln Southwest gets the 2-0 lead over Conseco. 30 seconds to go in the first period. A lot of adjusting of the equipment over here between Sanchez and Heelan. Yeah, you can't beat the old headgear to the knee pad pull. See that a lot. No, nice nice little exchanges. Some nice little hand fights here. Arm drag, shot, reshot between Sanchez and Heelan. Trying to lock up some wrists here and see who can get the first really good shot. Right in the center of that Carney High mat with the big K. Sometimes when you do too much with your headgear, that gives the opponent the shot. Now back over here. Oh, we get an escape for Conseco of Scott's Bluff, so it's 2-1. to one. Short time, single leg shot by Jacobson of Southwest, but out of bounds as time expires. So Jacobson will have a 2-1 lead over Conseco here at 120 pounds. And we may be on our way to a scoreless first period here between Heelan and Sanchez. Yeah, nobody really opening up too much. Just a lot of hand fighting. Um, little shot by Heelan there. Six seconds left, limp arms out. Good scramble by Sanchez, though, to face up with him. But Heelan still has a single leg in the air but runs out of time. So nice little flurry at the end. Archer took his shot. Sanchez able to defend it. Had there been about another 15 seconds, uh, Archer still had that leg picked. He might have been able to take him to the mat. Yeah, and you see that. You know, guys, sometimes that's a, that's a tactic. Sometimes they'll wait, you know, to the last 20 seconds and strike and not give the other guy a chance, time to scramble out of it. But sometimes you just run out, run out of time. 
So big, big mat return by Heelan there. Looked like he dropped Sanchez right on his own chest, but he continues to wrestle through. Dale Bean flipped the square token that he has, and it came up for the choice of Creighton Prep. They do get the escape here, and so it's one to nothing. Sanchez, 20 seconds gone in the second period. Coming back over to our first place match, Jacobson to start the second period, took bottom, he got an escape and a quick takedown of Canseco, and now he's going to cut him, and so it is five to one. And then the Lincoln Southwest wrestler Jacobson, his headgear wasn't hanging on, so he took it off and threw it over to the side. And I, I guess I haven't seen this, Frank. You can tell us that that's a tech violation. Uh, well, that's that's what they called it. Gave the other wrestler a point. I, I suppose that throwing your equipment, throwing your headgear, I, I guess. I, I know it was completely innocent. I think he was just trying to, to get back in the match. And, and he got into the match in a big way. There was a nice double leg for another takedown. Yeah, I think if it falls off and you sweep it off to the side, it's no big deal. But to take it off, you can't do it. And now it looks like Jacobson's going to play the takedown escape game. And he's done it again. He lets him up. He's in on another single on Conseco. But Conseco trying to wrench the head here. Either he's going to have a big move or get himself into some trouble. Yeah, you can kind of live or die by the sword with that neck wrench there. And Jacobson did a nice job keeping his head up and powering through it. But that's what Conseco caught healing with earlier today. Anytime that head comes outside on that double leg, you think you're in a good position and Wham, put you on your back. So Jacobson of Southwest, 9-4 over Conseco. 20 seconds to go, second period. It's still one to nothing. Sanchez of Creighton Prep over Archer Heelan of Kearney. After the early escape here, it looks a lot like the first period where they're just kind of locked up. 10 seconds to go, one to nothing. Heelan has the only decent shot so far in the first four minutes of the match. And now Archer will get his choice, presumably will take down and try and tie this thing up at 1-1, if not get a reversal. It does seem like Archer's been been the aggressor, I would have to say. Not a ton of offense on either side, but I think Archer's done a better job of control on the center, at least having some attempts. Um, as you're right now, he's going to take bottom. But this is this is a gut check for Heelan. I mean, he's a guy, you know, highly touted kid, top-ranked coming in here, big expectations, state finalist last year. He's got two losses in a row today, and so, you know, you're going to have to probably look a long time to see that on, on his uh, record. Yeah, he didn't expect to have church tomorrow with two losses let alone three and now he gets out of there with an escape so it's 1-1 we're on our feet it's looked a lot like a heavyweight match with no scoring from the feet with a majority of this match wrestled in the neutral position all the noise you just heard was from an overtime last second victory here for owen mclaughlin of lincoln southwest 6-5 over felix of scott's bluff 10-6 jacobson of southwest leading conseco of scott's bluff after another Escape takedown, a minute 20 to go in the match, and uh, Jacobson of Southwest riding top right in the middle of the match. Heelan in on a shot, can't get much there. Now a scramble, he's going to get taken down, it looks like, and he does. Yeah, great great short offense there. That's where you're converting your defense into quick score off of the other guy's takedown, and Sanchez did just that. Heelan scrambles out, hits a nice shoulder grab. He gets one here, but he's down by one. So, like I said, gut check time here for Heelan. Yeah, Sanchez, after or after the takedown, Heelan really got into it with a roll through and got out in a hurry. But now Sanchez, the defensive wrestler, made a good counter on that shot. And that's why he's ahead, and he's not going to do anything. It's going to be up to Heelan now with 40 seconds to go. Well, yeah, you're right. I mean, if you're a counter wrestler, this is right into your, your wheelhouse here because the onus isn't on you. You don't have to take a shot. I mean... You could give up a stall call still. 20 seconds left, 25 seconds left. 
And Heelan has taken two shots both times. Sanchez is backed up. I'm surprised he hasn't been dinged for stalling because when that happens, that's just like the automatic throw the stall up. And now we're down to 23 seconds, and you'll never get dinged twice for stalling in that amount of time. No, you're, you're absolutely right. Not enough time here. Heelan's going to have to get something, but he's not committing. He's doing his level change. He's trying to hit these nice little duck hunters, and, yeah, there's the obligatory stall call. Uh, but they're on inside of 10 seconds now. I mean, unless he were to just blatantly run off the mat, but that's not going to happen either. Yeah, Heelan's got to go for the hero move. Five seconds to go, three to two. He trails. Restart in the center. Heelan goes in. And just not going to be enough time to finish. And that's it. So three to two. Preston Sanchez, the sophomore of Creighton Prep over Carney's Archer Heelan. In basically the third place match here today at 120 pounds. So uh, there you go. And Jacobson just finished off a 12-7 victory over Conseco of Scott's Bluff and uh, would be totally shocked if Hunter Jacobson is not the wrestler of the meet. Javier Pedro at 113 pounds against Caden Goodman, the freshman of Kearney, and this one may not last long. Takedown, back points, Pedro going for the stick, and Javier Pedro gets the pin at 113 pounds in a minute and 45 seconds. Yeah, of course, Javier's younger brother, Juan Pedro, a stud that's been in the Grand Island lineup for a long time. And uh, you see Javier with a, a quick pin over. Uh, the other freshman in the starting lineup for the Bearcats, Goodman, he's he's a tough kid. He's going to take some lumps. He needs to get a little bit stronger and, and continue to get better. But um, big pin for Pedro. Now Jason Perez of Grand Island in his 120-pound match against Martinez of Lincoln Southeast, both looking for their first win of the season. In the fifth-place match at 126 pounds, it's Jackson Levine, the junior of Kearney, against Roman Perales of Scotts Bluff. And we had some quick action here with a takedown to the back and then an escape, 4-1. to one. Uh, Levine gets another takedown. He's up 6-1 to one and nearly has him turned again, Frank. Yeah, he's got that barbed wire again. Jackson is out for blood. You know what? He's... <laughs> He is fun to watch. He's a great competitor. He goes hard. He never gets up, gives up. He's he's taken a lot of beatings in his day, and he is so the probably the most flexible kid I've ever seen. I see him get tied in knots all the time, but, man, he never quits. And when he gets a chance, he smells blood, and he goes for it, and he gets the pin right there. So a minute time, nine, picking up the pin for Jackson Levine. You are listening to the Kearney High Wrestling Invitational Finals. 30 years plus on Power 99 and we will be back to have more of the championship matches right after this timeout. Experience matters. ENT Physicians and Family Hearing Center of Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head and neck disorders in adults and children. Providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994. With our main office located in Kearney and six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blaka, or Dr. Johnson at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to us specializing in you 
About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produced the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. At Friesen Ford in Aurora, we are breaking the notion that car buying has to be a stressful process. Instead, we're making it a simple and easy process. Since our entire staff has you, the customer, as our first priority. But don't take our word for it. Here's what our customers have said. Easiest purchase we've ever made. Awesome place to buy a car. Great service. This was a wonderful experience. Experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today. Located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off I-80 in Aurora, or anytime at FriesenFord.com. And again, a big thank you to the many fine sponsors that make all of our high school sports activities possible on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. You can listen to our action on the Internet, provided by our friends at Barney Insurance, Carney Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. That's PlatteRiverPreps.com. So if you've got fans back in the Lincoln and Omaha area with their teams here or out in Scotts Bluff, let them know where they can listen to today's matches. As we get back to action here with the... Final round, let's take a look at a pair of Grand Island wrestlers that are on the mat. And Perez now of Grand Island looking for a pin in a scoreless match. He's wrestling from the top, and he's going to turn Martinez of Lincoln Southeast, and he's going to get that pin in three minutes and 20 seconds. So Jason Perez gets his first win of the season. Ian Obermiller, here's a senior that we've talked about quite a bit uh, at 126 pounds. This is the championship match. Obermiller ranked third from Grand Island, taking on Jack Kennel of North Platte, who had a nice win over Evan Fuchs uh, earlier today from Lincoln Southeast to get him into this. So a pair of 3-0 wrestlers here early on. Obermiller gets the first period takedown. And the uh, first period will come to an end. We go to the second. Obermiller will choose bottom. He's quickly to his feet. He rips the hands here. And we've got a stall call. Yeah, pretty quick. I mean, uh, that's a a judgment call, obviously. Might have been a little bit quick on the trigger. You got to return him uh, within a reasonable amount of time. But the official didn't think he was. So What's reasonable? Uh, Gosh. I've been told 15 seconds. And I know that that's a little like if you pick the kid's leg, maybe. You're, you're trying not to let him run away from him, but you're also trying to return him. When I looked at it here, only 10 seconds had expired from the period, and part of that was getting to your feet. So Right, yeah, sure. But if from that position where he's on his feet, and he's, if you're just standing behind him with your hands locked, uh, they're not going to let that go very long. But, but yeah, if you're, if you're scrambling, uh, you drop to a leg, and, and you're up in a single leg position, you're going to get a lot more leeway there. Well, Obermiller does get the reversal, so now he's on top four to nothing with a minute to go here. He nearly, in the second, he nearly had Kennel turn to his back, but Jack able to kind of power through. Now trying to bridge him up high here, Frank. Yep, Obermiller just did a textbook cross-face cradle, put that nasty cross-face on there, post your hand between the back legs, and just walk that cross-face back to that hand and lock it up, and that's exactly what he did here. I don't know if he's... he's a little bit too deep. His hips are a little bit too far back to get the pin as, as Kennel is able to belly out here, but he gets three back points nonetheless. So he's up by a score of 7 to nothing, and now might be getting a little trouble for a reversal. Let's see if Kennel can get turned here and at least get one. 
We have Andrew Smith of Kearney, the 1-3 freshman against 0-4 senior Riley Ranner of Lincoln Southeast, over at 132 pounds. And Kearney's Andrew Smith will get the takedown 40 seconds into the first period to take a 2-0 lead. Grand Island also has Christian Cortez on the mat, and he is dominating his 132-pound match. Officially now 11 to nothing at the end of the first period over Kaminsky of Creighton Prep. And we're at the end of the second period here. Obermiller of Grand Island leading Jack Kennel of North Platte 7 to nothing. Kennel's choice, he decides to go both up. He didn't like being on the bottom there very much. Yeah, so you see a senior in Obermiller and a sophomore in Kennel. And, and that's what's interesting to me is just, just to see those scramble situations there where, you know, it's, it's kind of heads and feet, right? One guy's got the other guy's feet and, and vice versa. And you can just kind of see that how much more comfortable Obermiller is and the key in those situations is to keep your head up, don't panic, kind of let the wrestling develop, and uh, that's what a couple of years of experience will do to you. But just by the virtue of Kennel being here in the finals, though, it shows that he's got some, uh, some pretty good abilities. Well, Cortez is about ready to finish off Kaminsky. If it's not a pin, it'll be a tech fall, but it is a pin in 2 minutes and 21 seconds. Kaminsky, or excuse me, Cortez of Grand Island will get the win. And then we come back over here. Obermiller has got Kendall in serious trouble after the takedown, and he will get the pin in four minutes and 46 seconds. Yeah, good showing for number three ranked uh, Ian Obermiller today. So he will bring home first place with the pin there at 126 pounds. Back over here for Andrew Smith. He gave up an escape here late in the first period, but he still has a 2-1 to lead as they go to the second period. And the choice will be for Carney and Smith. He says, I'll take down here at 132 pounds. And now Cisco Rivas, 138 pounds, and Perry Swarm. They have decided that they will wrestle each other. Carney's going to have back-to-back uh, wrestling off here for third place. This is third place at 138 pounds. Yep, and... Swarm with a nice uh, single leg, got it, got it elevated, and and uh, got the quick finish. On now he's got a wrist trapped here. Cisco Rivas has got to try and get that wrist moved forward, clear his hand out of there. Otherwise, he's going to be in some trouble here as uh, Swarm's trying to run a little chicken wing off of that. The championship match at 138 is Mason Wagner of Scotts Bluff and Caleb Durr of Lincoln Southeast, and they're scoreless early in the period third place between Swarm and Rebus, and then we're over here in round five at 132 pounds. It's still two to one. Smith, and now he pops the reversal out to take a 4-1 lead with a minute 10 to go in the second period. Smith of Carney up 4-1 to one, midway through the second. Yeah, Andrew filling in today, a freshman, but getting some valuable experience for us. Again, another guy that hopefully, you know, over the next couple of years is just going to continue to improve. Well, Cisco Rivas gets an escape here and now has the leg pick to Perry Swarm in the middle of the mat with 40 seconds to go in the first period. Swarm up 2-1. to one. He gets that leg free and then uh, walks back to the edge of the mat, takes a single leg shot himself. Yeah, nice shot from open by Swarm there. And, and uh, Cisco's got some pretty good defense. He's a kid I would never count out. He hasn't been wrestling, I don't think, all that long. But, gosh, he's just so hard-nosed. And he's a kid that just likes to... Get a little taste of blood in his mouth, and then he just goes harder and harder. Wonder, maybe from your perspective, how this would be any different than the wrestle-off in the wrestling room. Yeah, I mean, 
Uh, yes and no. I, I think there's a lot of difference, though, too, in that, you know, everybody's here. It's here for the whole whole world to see, you know, mom and dad and grandma and grandpa and your girlfriend or whatever. And and uh, so, yeah, so there's a little added pressure to it, uh, definitely. But, but again, then as, a, you know, as a coaching staff is trying to make a decision on uh, who to put out there, it's a pretty good indicator for you as well. Going to end up the first period 2-1, to one, Perry Swarm leading Rivas as they go to the second period. Now we go to the third period. Andrew Smith, after the reversal of Rauner, uh, Carney's Andrew Smith able to ride him out, and uh, he will be on the top as Rauner takes bottom to start the third. Smith up by a score of 4-1. to one. Duran Wagner in the 38-pound championship, 2-2 as we go to the second. Durr of Southeast will choose bottom against Wagner of Scotts Bluff, and then Rivas will be on bottom here against Swarm to start the second period. So a lot of action going on here as we head towards the middle of the championship round of the 2021 Kearney High Wrestling Invitational on KKPR-FM. Kearney, Grand Island, Hastings, and Durr has thrown Wagner to his back. He's got him cradled and in trouble with a lot of time right in the middle of the mat. Yeah, Durr kind of had a head inside single leg. They were kind of scrambling from a, from a top-bottom position, and that head was just kind of flying out there, and, and Durr just comes up with a half and just buries, buries Wagner, is it? Yeah. Wagner's fighting. I just don't see how he can get out of this. That's tough. Yeah, a minute 15 left. Plenty of time here. This is where you just say settle in, make those small adjustments, keep that, that far hand through. Don't let that arm through. That would be the only way that he could get off his back here. But if he can, if he can bridge for over a minute, uh, that's going to be a tough, tough to do. Southeast fans hoping to get the pin call here. And there it is. Three minutes and seven seconds. It'll be Caleb Durr of Lincoln Southeast to win the 138-pound match. Back over here to uh, Rivas and Swarm. Looks like we must have had a escape and now a takedown right when we look back over there. So the escape for Rivas and Swarm takes him back down to the mat. So Swarm's up 4-2 to two with 40 seconds to go in the second period. We've got an escape for Rauner of Lincoln Southeast, and Carney's Andrew Smith returns him to the mat, and he's going to win this one as the final few seconds tick off here at 132 pounds. There is a stall call with two seconds to go, but that's the first, and Smith is going to win this one by a score of 6-2. to two. So a nice job there for the Carney freshman getting his second win. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's pros and cons to, you know, pool wrestling like this, you know, where everybody is guaranteed, you know, four or five matches sometimes. Uh, sometimes that's all good and well, but if you got a, a kid that's not familiar with the sport and he goes 0-5, that's not a that's not a great day for that young man sometimes. And so it's good to see him get out and get a win here at the end of the day. One of the many reasons I was a basketball player. You can never go 0-5 in one day in basketball. Hard to do that even in club tournaments. So uh, no, no, no comment about <laughs> basketball. Come on, Doug. Back over to Matt number three here. Uh, after that swarm of takedown, Rebus rolls through late in the second but runs out of time. It's been a great match between these two Carney Bearcats at 138, but Swarm will have a 4-2 lead, and he gets to choose bottom to start the third here against Rebus. Yeah, Rebus really trying to pick up the pace here, but Swarm is a guy that, uh, you know, on a match-by-match basis, as the longer the match goes, the better he gets, and the, and the longer the tournament goes, I feel like the better he gets. And this is, this is the best pair he's wrestled yet today. His shots have been pretty crisp couple of nice finishes here as he gets to his feet and uh, nope Cisco right Revis runs him out of bounds 
the championship match now at 145 pounds. Landon McLaughlin out of Lincoln Southwest ranked second in the state against Tyler Salpas of Grand Island. And Tyler uh, actually is ranked sixth at 160 pounds, but wrestling down at 145 here today. So, yeah, a lot of it, like I said, a lot of assumptions being made. But uh, Salpas is a big 45-pounder. I was uh, kind of surprised to see him down there, especially, especially this early. Yeah, usually you're losing weight, not gaining weight at this time of the year. Right, right. So the first minute has gone by with no score. Salpas hit on a shot here, but facing right back up to him is going to be McLaughlin, and they'll bounce back to their feet with no points scored. Back over to Swarm and Rivas. Swarm has not been able to get off bottom here in the first 45 seconds, and uh, Rivas is just trying to find a way to turn him with Swarm leading it 4-2. to two. Swarm not doing a whole lot on bottom. Yep, and he, and he honestly doesn't have to. I mean, you can't lay there, honestly. And I don't think he wants to stay down there because Rivas is kind of punishing him a little bit. Man, what a, a great flurry over here between Salpas and McLaughlin. And it's still going on. This is about a 20-second continued roll through here with no points being garnered and 10 seconds to go in the period. Can anybody get the takedown? Salpas holding onto that leg for dear life. McLaughlin trying to step over. Still holding on to the ankle, and time will expire with no points. Wow. The last 30 seconds was nothing but fish in a bowl right there, or yeah. taking so him out of the bowl. That's that, that head and heels situation that we were just talking about where each guy's got a heel from the other guy, and they both did an excellent job there, both pretty savvy wrestlers of just maintaining that position. And every time one guy looks like he got the upper hand, the other guy is able to just sit his hips through and continue to keep his head high. And, uh, yeah, great flurry to end the, the period. Trey Boyer's got a heck of a match to officiate over here. Well, well that's one of those. It's kind of like it's almost like little kids wrestling where <laughs> the, the golden rule as an official and little kids is, you know, they're gonna, there's going to be a roll through. So just hold your points. Make sure they establish, take control. Settle down. Yep. Settle down. Perry Swarm has picked up an escape point here, 5-2. to two. So Swarm of Carney will beat Revis of Carney in the third-place match at 138 pounds by a score of 5-2. to two. And then they'll see each other in the wrestling room on Monday. So Salpas of Grand Island did choose bottom here in the second period. Again, they got off to a quick roll-through, but there's no exchange. At a minute 15 to go in the second period, it is still scoreless in the championship match at 145 pounds between Salpas of Grand Island and McLaughlin of Lincoln Southwest. A pair of seniors looking to start their senior year with a tournament title. Yeah, Salpas trying to create some some movement down there, create a little space. If you're on the bottom position, you want to create space from the top guy. And there he hits a nice Granby roll, and he does, but McLaughlin is still in control here. Coach Morrison says get that head out. And at least get your one, and he does with 45 seconds to go in the second period. So Salpas one to nothing, but McLaughlin, I'm sure, will choose bottom to start the third. Back over here, the seventh-place match at 138 pounds, Dane Aarons of Grand Island against Lathan Huntsman of North Platte, and Aarons with a quick takedown has taken him to his back, trying to get a first period or even a first-minute pin. Another quick scramble here between Salpas and uh, McLaughlin here. Salpas had a nice low level that caught McLaughlin literally on his heels, and he tumbled backwards, did a backwards somersault right out of bounds. Dane Aarons is going to get the pin in 33 seconds over here over Huntsman of North Platte, who's just a freshman, so he'll pick up his fourth win of the season. Something you never see, and I 
just curious. I hadn't got a chance to talk to Coach Morrison yet. The Grand Island wrestlers actually have their own name on the back of their singlet. I don't think I've ever seen that. Uh, it's kind of a hit or miss. It's become a little more popular. There's a, another nice scramble. McLaughlin had a single leg in, and Salpas just kind of clings on and, and uh, runs out. Actually, the Huskers do that now. So yeah. it's the new deal. It, it's, it's kind of a thing. Sometimes it, some some people like it, some people don't. But I I like it just because I'm I was wondering who the you heck is that. You know who it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's easier for the media, folks. So the period comes to an end, and as we anticipated, Landon McLaughlin of Southwest will choose bottom to go into the third. Salpas of Grand Island up by a score of one to nothing. Again, no scoring from their feet. Potentially dangerous. And we're going to get a restart here. Yeah, Salpas really riding that ankle, but beyond that, picking it up and putting it in the crease of crease of his thigh there and really cranking it up and out against the joint was where they'll, they'll call that potentially dangerous uh, every time. Anybody goes right back to it and gets a breakdown right away. Very pretty creative uh, breakdown by Salpas. Fifth place match at 145. Another Huntsman drew from North Platte against Aiden Braceno of Grand Island. And no score early on in that match. Although, as we say that, Huntsman is going to get a takedown on the edge of the mat to take a 2-0 lead. 40 seconds gone in the third period. Salpas has been able to ride the waist here, trying to get out. McLaughlin tried to do a little sit, which can get you into some trouble if you get bull rushed right there. But Yeah, Salpas looks to be kind of in control here. I don't know at what point uh, stall calls will come into uh, to effect here because he's, he's doing just barely enough that's the key if you're trying to get a right out on top here um, well it's hips ankle hips ankle is right. about all he's yep. doing get those hips off to the side at some point at least give the illusion that you're you know putting yourself at some risk 45 seconds to go in the match salp is still riding on the edge yep laughlin tr- desperately trying to get to his feet here and at the edge of the mat, as he loses the waist, he keeps the leg, and Salpas is able to shove him off the match. Off the mat, excuse me. 36 seconds to go in the restart of the 145 championship. McLaughlin's got to get out from bottom. No stalls yet. Salpas goes to the ankle again. Yep, right to that ankle. He tucks it right up in there again. McLaughlin just, he's got his head on the mat, and that's, that's usually the first indicator. That's, that's the hardest way to get off the mat if your forehead's on the mat. But again, Salpas still back riding that ankle. Now he just brings it up into a single leg here. Uh, that's going to be getting, that's borderline stall stall material there. Lincoln Southwest coaches think so. Kind of just rode him off the mat again. We restart with 14 seconds. Salpas now can afford a stall. McLaughlin just hasn't shown a lot of energy off the bottom of the mat. Nope. Salpas kind of putting himself in a little dicey situation here, but I think he's he's all right. And that's going to be the match, a ride out to win it for Tyler Salpas. So Salpas, Grand Island champion, 145 pounds, one to nothing over Landon McLaughlin, the number two ranked wrestler according to any wrestle in the preseason. Big win there for the Islanders and Tyler Salpas. We'll take a break and be back with more of the Carney High Wrestling Championships. H&R Block in St. Paul wish the area athletes good luck. Rick Davison offers tax preparation, all business services, including bookkeeping, payroll, and tax advice. Open Monday from 9 to 5 or by appointment. Call Rick at 308-390-7818. 
let a leaky roof put a damper on your life. Doberstein Roofing in Kearney will make sure your home or business is properly covered and protected. With over 50 years of experience, they know how to get the job done right. Doberstein Roofing wishes all the wrestlers good luck. Pools, hot tubs, fireplaces, and accessories. Backyard fun is what we provide. This is Doug with Detterdings. See us for quality products and expert local service. We're proud of all the wrestlers in central Nebraska. Keep striving to excel. From Detterdings and Kearney and Grand Island. Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers is all about the good and creating more of it. More drive through celebrations. More weekend traditions. More family dinners and lunches. More car picnics and road trips. More desserts. Maybe more second desserts. More celebrating being together as much as we can. There's always room for more good and more Freddy's. Keep the good going with a taste that brings you back. A reminder that the Nebraska volleyball team will take on Florida State tonight in the second round of the NCAA tournament, 7 o'clock. The match on KHAS, 1230 AM, 104.1 FM. Both teams winners in sweeps last night. And without their All-American Jayla Zimmerman, Creighton was upset last night by Kansas in four sets. We get back to wrestling action here at the Kearney High Invitational. And Bo Howard of Lincoln South East has just pinned Carson Larson of Scotts Bluff at 145 pounds. We've got another matchup of Carney wrestlers, Frank, at 145 in the third place match, Tate Choplin and Sam Noctigal. Yeah, this was another wrestle-off that took place right before Thanksgiving again with Noctigal with a close close win over uh, Tate Choplin. Two just very different body types. Choplin long, lanky, a little more deliberate. Noctigal's a little more explosive. Let's go to our fifth place match at 160 pounds. Jacob Ransdell of Kearney and Lauren Pascoe of Lincoln Southeast. They've wrestled the first minute scoreless here. Yeah, Ransdell with a nice double leg attempt there, but didn't quite commit his hips. Got his hands to the legs, but uh, then just got met with a nasty cross face and, and uh, had to forfeit out of it. Saw Ransdell in his uh, last match out. He jumped out to an early lead almost to me, had his uh, opponent in trouble in the first period, couldn't get it done, and ended up getting defeated. But here's an ankle pick and should be able to get the takedown, and he does with 25 seconds to go in the first period. So Ransdell up by a score of 2 to nothing. Yeah, Jacob's a, just a great kid that, that came into the lineup towards the end of the year last year and filled in um, in the starting lineup for us. You know, first time ever he'd been in there. and. And he's just done a nice job. He's a hard worker, and he's continuing to get better. You can see his confidence building as the day goes here. Back over in the Battle of Bearcats, it is still Noctical and Choplin scoreless, and there is an escape, just as we say that, for Noctical in the second period. So there's a minute 10 to go in the second, and Noctical up one to nothing as they get neutral. And now we have Nick Sutton of Kearney wrestling Christian Grazer of Creighton Prep at 152 pounds, and early 5-1 lead here for Grazer in the first period. So Christian, 152 pounds, uh, the highest-ranked wrestler at that weight here today. Yeah, and and Sutton's kind of off to a rocky start this year. He just needs to develop a little more confidence, get some more mat time. He was in the lineup last year, um, had an ankle injury. uh, That was on the stage at that duel, and uh, just still, still working his way back into it. 
Ransdell's chose his bottom in the second period. Gets a quick escape over here. So Jacob Ransdell of Kearney now a 3-0 lead over Lauren Pascoe of Lincoln Southeast with a minute and a half to go in the second. Noctical and Choplin still battling. Noctical in on a shot, and he will get the two-point takedown with 15 seconds to go in the second period. Now leads it by a score of 3 to nothing. Yeah, Noctical in that double-leg position there, and the key there is just get around the corner. Keep finding your way around the corner, and he finally... Finally gets that takedown. And Ransdell in on a shot again. will get the powerful move to the mat, and he's up 5 to nothing as he tries to chop the arm and get the turn here right around that 11 o'clock position as we look at it on the mat. 5 nothing Ransdell, 45 seconds to go in period number two. So three mats and four Carney wrestlers out there right now. And Sutton, Nick Sutton with a takedown here towards the end of the period here. Gets it a little bit closer. 8-3, Grazer of Prep just after the first against Sutton of Kearney. Ransdell now gets the turnover here. Ransdell showing a little aggression there, which is not necessarily in his nature. That's a conversation I had with him just the other day. He said, come on, man, you got to get a little bit of a mean streak in you occasionally. It's okay to be a nice guy, but not all the time. And there he gets the pin with a little killer instinct in 3:44. So Ransdell will take the fifth place spot and pick up more points for the Bearcats here at 160 as he picks up the pin. Taking a look over here, Tate Choplin gets an escape. Now he's trying to get in on a takedown and maybe tie this match up. It's 3-1 to one here early in the third period. Yep, kind of feeds his hips in there. He goes over top for the ankle. Ooh, watch that knee there, watch that knee there. Oh, he's got Knockle's knee in a bad position there. And they actually give Noctical the takedown and then stop it for potentially dangerous. Grazier has thrown Sutton to his back here, and that's probably going to be the end of this one at 152 pounds. He's got him right in the center of the mat with over a minute to go. Steps over to try and get more leverage, although Sutton does belly out, so he'll keep it alive, but he is down 14-3. to Oh, it's great to be young. Sam Noctical just steps up and... Shakes that knee out, walks it off, right back at it. So 5-1 the score. One fifteen remaining in the match for Sam Noctical, trying to take third at 145 pounds over his teammate, Tate Choplin, right in the center of the mat. Grand Island, Isaac Guevara is out there in the third place match at 160 pounds against Jacob Ashman of Lincoln Southwest. And Ashman is going to get the early takedown for a 2-0 lead. So again, even though we don't maybe have as many area teams, there's still plenty of Carney and Grand Island wrestlers out here, and Sutton just got tossed. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful fireman's carry by Grazer there. And if he doesn't pin him, it'll be a tech fall. 16-4, middle of the mat. So now just going for the pin. And Sutton does a good job to get off his back. But that will end the match 19-4 to with 15 seconds to go in the second period. So Grazer of Creighton Prep picks up the victory, the number seven ranked wrestler at 152 pounds. Choplin's going to get the escape over here, but Noctical still leads at 5-2 in the Battle of Carney Bearcat wrestlers. They're down to 15 seconds to go on their feet at the edge of the mat, and it looks like this one could just basically stalemate out. Tate not really looking to take a hero throw here as Noctical countered the first little move that he made. Restart with 10 seconds. 
So back-to-back weight classes, we had two Carney wrestlers going for third. Perry Swarm gets it at 52, and here at 45, it's going to be Sam Noctical with a late takedown to win it by a score of 7-2 over Tate Choplin. Yeah, good finish to the match for Noctical there with that last last takedown. Back over in the third-place match at 160 pounds. They're about ready to finish up the first period. There's 15 seconds to go, and Guevara of Grand Island trailing Ashman of Lincoln Southwest by a score of 2 to nothing. And we're about to have a bunch of Grand Island wrestlers get on the mat, so we will take a break and look at how they're doing when we return to the 2021 Carney High Wrestling Invitational, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need us, specializing in you. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. In this moment, who has your back? Do you know the name of your insurance agent? Does your insurance agent know your name? Or would you call an 800 number that connects you with who? Another state? Another country? Instead, contact Barney Insurance, your local independent agent with auto owners insurance. Barney Insurance. Trusted people who you can call when bad stuff happens. In this moment, get an agent who will protect you in that moment. Barney Insurance, now at the corner of Avenue N and 56th Street in Kearney. Also Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. BarneyInsurance.net. Pools, hot tubs, fireplaces, and accessories. Backyard fun is what we provide. This is Doug with Detterdings. See us for quality products and expert local service. We're proud of all the wrestlers in central Nebraska. Keep striving to excel from Detterdings and Kearney and Grand Island. For more than a century, Aurora Cooperative has been a partner in the success of our owners. By focusing on the future with a portfolio of innovative solutions, services, products, and data, we add value to every aspect of your operation. At Aurora Cooperative, our goal is simple, to be your go-to resource for better information, better products, and better services so you can make better, more informed decisions all year long. Whether it's grain, agronomy, energy, aerial, or animal nutrition, we are tougher together. Aurora Cooperative. Doug Duda, Frank Kuchera, back with you here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Halftime in the SEC Championship, Alabama 24, number one undefeated Georgia 17. Again, earlier today, Oklahoma State had four cracks from the one-yard line, couldn't get in and lost to Baylor 21-16 in the Big 12 Championship. Michigan and Iowa in the Big Ten title game tonight can be heard on ESPN Tri-Cities. And that will be right after our high school basketball at approximately 7 o'clock. Carney Catholic and Holdridge right now playing on ESPN Tri-Cities. Uh, Grand Island leading Elkhorn South after one for our Islander fans in boys basketball 17-9 in that one. So what do you do there, Doug, with an Alabama win there with the playoff system after that? Like puke. Because... Uh, then it really depends Michigan-Iowa because Oklahoma's Baylor winning. That kind of messes things up. Probably should tell you how Cincinnati's doing as well. They have taken the lead back 21-13 over Houston. And uh, so Cincinnati's in there. I, I think what would happen there is all of a sudden, I mean, both of them are going to get in. But yeah. if Alabama you loses, then you're, look, then you're looking at a real chance for Notre Dame to get in. Yeah. 
So that's where we're at. Let's get back to the wrestling here. Doug Duda, Frank Kuchera with you at Kearney High, where we have a bunch of Islanders on the mat right now. And in our third place match that we were talking about, it's still uh, going to be Grand Island taking the uh, defeat there. No, excuse me, Guevara came back and pinned Ashman. He was down in that 2 to nothing in Guevara while we were chatting about that, able to get the pin in 322 to take third at 160 pounds. And now you have Justice Hostetler of Grand Island and Adonis Boner of Creighton Prep. Bonner over there of Creighton Prep uh, on his back as Hostetler has the takedown. He's already got three near fall, and he gets the pin in a minute six to uh, bring home the fifth place medal at 170 pounds. Hudson Oliver of Grand Island, they're in a blood timeout. He has a 6-0 lead in the second period over Geiger of Lincoln Southeast. And then Alex DeZingle in kind of one of the mismatches in this round. He's 3-0. Morgan of Southwest is 0-2. And DeZingle is up 8-0 with 35 seconds to go. We still have a couple of good matches uh, that are going to be coming your way, especially up at 195 pounds. Vince Genitone's going to be going at 220 pounds. When we're all done, the New West postgame show, we'll talk with a couple of the coaches and give you the complete uh, standings. Right now, Grand Island uh, has taken over the lead. In the team race, I didn't think they could catch North Platte, but Grand Island, 153.5, North Platte, 149, Lincoln Southwest, 119, Kearney, 114, and you've got to assume that Genitone will get big points for North Platte, so this may be a dead even race right now, Frank. Yeah, I'd have to see who Grand Island has left uh, here coming up. Probably but, a little more for the big boys on the North Platte side than, than Grand Island. But I know you're watching Tate Kuchera out there right now at 170 pounds. He's in the championship match against Frankie Trevino of uh, Scott's Bluff at 170 pounds. Trevino ranks sixth in Class B. They rated Tate at 82, but he's wrestling at 170. And first minute of the match, still scoreless, although there's been a lot of aggressive wrestling. Yeah, two uh, pretty good-looking athletic kids here. Oh, nice transition from that front headlock position to a to a high C. Tate runs him to his back. Trevino tries to kind of almost do a high flyer there. Nice little scramble position here. And Kachira is able to come out on top, get the takedown there. But a little dicey there. Trevino, he's uh, got, got some spice there. Yeah, I mean, he, he had him off the mat, uh, Kuchera did. When he took him down, the momentum almost flipped him all the way through to his own back which uh, when you've got two good wrestlers, you know you're in trouble. You know how to scramble a little bit. You know what the counter move is. Yep, and that's that's one thing we've worked with Tate on is he's pretty explosive. He's a pretty good athlete, and sometimes he goes a little bit too far with things and it gets himself into trouble there. But but uh, nice finish there. Is Trevino with a good stand-up. Cachero with a mat return, but Trevino able to flop his hips out here and get an escape. So 2-1 to one in favor of Cuchera. Tate is, I don't know if it's all weight room or workout, but uh, he looks like he's molded into his frame a little bit more this year. Well, it must be good genetics, don't you think, Doug? (laughs) That and Sand Hill's beef, I I think. I thought you were adopted, so I don't know. (laughs) And that'll be the end of the first period. Kuchera of Carney, 2-1 over Trevino of Scott's Bluff in the championship match at 170 pounds. All but over down here at 152. Dezingle of Grand Island. Uh, gives up the cradle at the last moment. He's up 13-1, to 1, though, with 30 seconds to go over Morgan of Southwest. And Oliver of Grand Island 
has just finished things off with a victory in the third place match at 170 pounds. So he picks up the victory there. We go to the second period. Kuchera chose bottom and quickly gets the escape here. So now a 3-1 lead as they're on their feet with a minute 45 to go in the second. Now that was one thing that happened during the COVID year uh, was that Tate took his weight room very seriously, and and uh, you can you can see it. Now, if he did jog, let's say from Rose to Bassett every day, that would help. Well, no, we wouldn't jog. <laughs> That'd be slacking. Total, total sprint. <laughs> yeah. I see a golf cart in your future. <laughs> but this will be a good measuring stick here. Trevino is uh, obviously, you know, preseason ranked here. Pretty solid. I'm not sure what he finished at last year, but uh, pretty talented looking wrestler. Dezingle finishes off a 13-1 to win over here at 152 pounds. And now we're getting almost all the mats into our upper weights as we continue on here at the Carney High Wrestling Championship. Third place match at 170, Robley of North Platte and Jackson of Southwest. Little scramble over here, some action back at the championship match. What'd you got for us, Frank? Yeah, good shot, reshot uh, series there by, by both guys. And that's what you want to see, offense, counter offense. Nice flurry, and they, they're going to go out of bounds. So we'll restart right in the middle. 3-1, to one, take Kuchera of Carney has the lead with 35 seconds to go in the second period on their feet in the center of the mat right now. Tate's got that good grip, loves to control the wrist, which he's doing a lot of here. Tried to work a little arm drag there. Works another one where he fakes the arm drag and comes back to a single leg, which works nice. But uh, Trevino's strong enough with a nice wizard defense there, and they go out of bounds. 20 seconds left. The championship at 160 pounds, and this is important in the team race. Pierce Johnson of Creighton Prep, Hayden Brower of North Platte. At 160 pounds, Johnson is ranked fourth and would be the favorite uh, in this one over Brower of North Platte. No score, 50 seconds gone in the first period there. And our second period has come to an end of the championship at 170 pounds. Tate Kuchera got an early escape. They were on their feet the rest of the time, and now Trevino of Scott's Bluff will choose bottom to start the third, trailing Kuchera by a score of 3-1. to one. And the whistle gets us going. Yep, Trevino up to his feet. Tate with not much of a return there. So one-point match here. And this is where we're, this is where we want to see Tate continue to improve, winning these close matches here. He does nice job staying on the head, a double leg right into the head table. Yeah, they took it into the scores table off to our far right here. They are right on the edge, and so Kuchera tried to finish an edge-of-the-mat takedown, and he says, sorry about that. They slap hands and uh, restart here in the middle. But he stayed aggressive right there on the edge of the mat. 3-2 to two, Kuchera, a minute and a half to go. Yep. Tate's doing a nice job clearing out of the head ties there, but Trevino is staying right in there. So Trevino seems to be pretty comfortable here in this overhook position here. I would be wary of that. Oh, Tries a half attempt at a high C, and that's kind of a last gasp when you see, uh, I don't know. Like I said, it just looked like a half attempt. I don't think his heart was in that one. Yeah, he took the shot and countered easily by Tate. Tate takes him down. Kuchera's up 5-2 to two, a minute to go in the match. Again, looking at that team race, a couple of North Platte wrestlers out there. The third place match at 170. Robley of North Platte trails Cooper Jackson of Lincoln Southwest 4 to nothing after a good reversal. And now Jackson's got him on his back trying to get the pin. And he's got him locked up really, really good. 
and that'll be it. So Robley gets pinned over here in the championship at 160 pounds. No points in the first period, and it'll be Johnson of Creighton Prep choosing bottom to start the second against Brower of North Platte. An escape now for Trevino, so 5-3, to three, take Kuchera, still 22 seconds to go. But Trevino hasn't had really any good shots. Now he comes in on a single. Good hip defense there by Kuchera. He's got Trevino all bellied out here. Let's try, try and see if Tate can go high leg here and break that lock. Short time, though. They're going to call a stalemate. And good. boy, didn't take long over here in the 160 final. Johnson on bottom just rolled Brower right to his back and gets the pin in 218. So more points for Prep. And it'll come to an end with nothing happening in the last few seconds. Tate Kuchera will be the champion at 170 pounds here for the Carney Bearcats, winning it by a score of 5-3. to three. Just another gold medal in the Kuchera family. Oh, well, it's, it's a good win. I mean, Tate's had a lot of, a lot of ups and a lot of downs in his career, and uh, obviously as a senior, he's hoping to make his mark here. And, uh, yeah, it's a good, good start to the season for him. All right, we're up to 182 pounds. We will have the final few weight classes for you as our coverage of the Kearney High Wrestling Invite continues. This time out brought to you by ENT Physicians. One play can change momentum in a game, and one deductible is a game changer when it comes to your insurance. That's why you should see me, McKenzie, or Rick Smith, your Farm Bureau agent. We can help bundle your car and home together in a single policy. So if life sends a blitz in the form of a storm or fire, you'll pay just one deductible for everything that's covered. Talk to us today at 3 Zero eight two three four twenty two twenty two, and see how we can help protect what matters most. Call me, Rick Smith, your Farm Bureau agent, or McKenzie at 308-234-2222. Buzz's Marine wants you to think about the most important time of all, family time. And what brings a family together better than boating? Everyone looks forward to being on the water, so whenever you set aside a time for boating, family and friends will be there. So this year, make it the best year ever with a visit to Buzz's Marine, the best dealer between Denver and Omaha. They have the perfect Perfect boat and boating accessories for your family's needs and easy financing to make it happen today. Buzz's Marine, 5th and Central Kearney. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. H&R Block in St. Paul wish the area athletes good luck. Rick Davison offers tax preparation, all business services, including bookkeeping, payroll, and tax advice. Open Monday from 9 to 5 or by appointment. Call Rick at 308-390-7818. Don't let a leaky roof put a damper on your life. Doberstein Roofing in Kearney will make sure your home or business is properly covered and protected. With over 50 years of experience, they know how to get the job done right. Doberstein Roofing wishes all the wrestlers good luck. Doug Duda, Frank Kuchera back with you here at Kearney High. Get a big thank you to our athletic director, Ryan Hogue, and the crew for their hospitality. And don't forget the Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month is brought to you by B&B Carpet and Donovan. Log on to PlatteRiverPreps.com to nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month. One boy, one girl winner listed on PlatteRiverPreps.com. Brought to you by B&B Carpet. We always find uh, some wrestlers that are nominated, and we're looking forward to that. But it doesn't matter what the sport coming off the uh, month of November uh, football and volleyball uh, is the big uh, sports in those two months. And Tyson Denkert of state championship Kennesaw football and Jolie Ryan of Overton are our athletes of the month. Of course, Overton again made the state volleyball tournament as she led them and broke a lot of school records in her sophomore season. So congratulations to Jolie and Tyson. Very deserving again. Athletes of the month brought to you by 
B&B Carpet. So right now at 182 pounds in our third place match, Caleb Weekly of Grand Island has taken a 7-3 lead over Colin Holbert just after the first period. And he is going to go out there and take bottom to start this period. And now Riley Johnson of Kearney is on the mat one more time against Tristan Coleman of Lincoln Southwest. And Riley, who got off to a good start here, two takedowns to one escape, and he's on top again, 4-1 to one, with 40 seconds remaining in the match. Looks like he might be enough of a tilt to get some count here, Frank. I don't know if he got it there. He's got both legs in, was trying to power half, and uh, sometimes you got to let loosen those legs up just enough to let the guy go over, but I think he bailed out. But he had two really nice... Uh, ankle picks here to get those first two takedowns. Now he's going off to a near near side cradle. He's got it got it locked up. Should get some back points here. And Man. there's a the fall. Didn't even have to get the count. He gets the pin in a minute and 43 seconds. So Riley Johnson picks up another win for the Bearcats at 182 pounds where they had plenty of wrestlers in the field today at 182. So nobody had to get a breather in that one. And uh, Riley now 3-3 three and three on the young season, getting in five matches today. Still have our first and third place matches going on. Luke Rathjen of North Platte has a 5-1 lead over Josiah Mobley of Scotts Bluff. And right now, uh, North Platte's got some catching up to do. Grand Island just put up a bunch of points. The Islanders 168.5, North Platte 149. But Rathjen here at 82 and Genitone at 220 should be a couple of winners. Now Luke, again, he is rated at 182 pounds in the preseason at number 8. And Mobley uh, is ranked for Scott's Bluff at number 8 in Class B. But it's 5-1 to one Rathjen as they go to the third. And Mobley with his choice, they're going to go both up. Yeah, Rathjen a good solid wrestler. Uh, and I guess a good, a good opponent, opponent here, a quality wrestler. Uh, it's going to be harder for him to get some bonus points here. He's not real big-time pinner um, like we'll probably see out of Genitone later. But uh, this would be a quality win for Rathjen for sure. And Grand Island was down 25 points coming into this round. In fact, it might have been just a little bit more than that. So they have had a heck of a round right now to go from that far down to basically 20 points up. 11-4 to now weekly of Grand Island over Holbert of Creighton Prep here at 182 pounds in our third-place match. Back to the championship match here. North Platte needing points, getting points. Here's another takedown for Rathjen. He's up 7-1 to one with a minute 10 to go in the 182-pound championship match. So I, that, yeah, he's running that arm bar. He's got, he's got good position there. The wrestler on his stomach trying to go far half with it. He's got to commit, get off to the side and run his feet one way or the other. Doesn't seem, he just can't quite make up his mind here. 45 seconds. Lost the arm there, so he's got to reposition. Yeah, it almost looked like Mobley was trying to, to bait him into running around there because sometimes you can put that far elbow out there, and as the other guy runs that wing over the top, you can sit up into him and, and reverse him to their back. Now Mobley, he just lets him go, tries to work from the feet, maybe get that five-point move here and at least get a major decision. 7-2 to two with 25 seconds to go. He's on the edge of the mat, single leg, and a good job to get his position to bring him back to the center instead of shoving him out. He'll get the takedown. It's still only a seven-point lead at 9-2 to two with 15 seconds to go. Yeah, nice nice high crotch and finish there by Rathjen. 
And that's how this thing is going to finish out. Luke Rathjen of North Platte, your Carney High Invite champion at 182 pounds with a 9-2 victory. So some big points there for North Platte. Back over here, we've got a blood time or an injury time, it looks like. Weekly of Grand Island actually finally got reversed by Holbert of Prep, but Weekly still up 11-5 in the third period and some injury time on Holbert of prep that they're taking a look at. Yeah, kind of a strange exchange there. Hobart either got a reversal or a takedown, and then they went off the edge of the match, and um, Hobart thought that the whistle blew, so he quit. But then Weekly kind of jumped on top of him, but they just stopped it and called injury time, so I'm not sure what uh, what is all transpiring down there. So 11-5 to five is the score. And now we're ready to get back to uh, mat number two here. And we will have Lane Kavorik of Kearney against Amar Brown of Creighton Prep. And one of these young men will pick up their first win of the day. Brown goes in on a leg pick and tries to bring Brown, or Brown goes in on the leg pick, tries to bring Kavorik off the mat, but Lane able to shake the leg loose and yep. they'll readjust. And Lane is another one of those kids that's been in the program and he's just kind of green, you know, he just needs more mat time, needs more experience and and a little bit more of a mean streak, uh, like we talked about earlier, wouldn't hurt. And a late pick will be a takedown for Brown of Creighton Prep over Kavoric. So two to nothing, a minute 20 to go in the first period. Still a minute 10 to go over here in our 182-pound third-place match. Weekly of Grand Island and Holbert of Creighton Prep. 11 to 5 the score. Now you say that. Track wrestling says weekly. It says Hostetler on his back. But yeah. tell me what a singlet says. A singlet says Hostetler. Now, I've seen that a couple of times today. So now. And weekly, uh, frustrated about something from the top position, throws a right cross there. Disguised as a cross face, but uh, that was a little bit too obvious. Official. Official calls him there. Gets a penalty point, then comes over to Colin Holbert to make sure he's okay. He'll give him a few seconds of breather time here without that being injury time. Still, Grand Island is up 13-6. to six. We apologize if that is Mr. Hostetler at 182 pounds. They do have weekly listed, though, as the 182-pounder. Against Holbert of Creighton Prep. Nonetheless, 40 seconds to go. Scramble again. <laughs> Holbert's doing Joey Morrison frustrated because he thought his man had position to get him turned, and then uh, Holbert got out of there with it. Yeah, I think he's just frustrated. Frustrated. That's one of those where you're frustrated. Your wrestler didn't didn't secure some back points and put the match away right there. And now, now he gives up an escape. He's still still fine, but you don't ever want to end a match, you know, kind of fading away giving up points. Holbert in on a single leg trying to finish with a takedown here. Short time to end the match. Grand Island's going to get the win. Final score's going to end up being 13-9 to as the Islanders will take third at 182 pounds. In the meantime, Lane Kavorik has tied his matchup as they get the second period underway against Brown of Creighton Prep. Kavorik of Kearney tied 2-2 in the 195-pound match. 
Yeah, Lane was the uh, unfortunate recipient of an uh, illegal slam earlier, but he's, he's okay. That's where he got that extra point from. But he, he's showing a nice little uh, defense here. If he can just spin around behind and get a takedown, and he does. Nice job of squaring up his hips, pressing the, stuffing the head down into the mat and spinning behind. So Kavorik up by a score of 4-2 to two here with a minute 20 to go in the second period. The latest in the team race, Grand Island 168.5, North Platte 151. I don't know if there's enough Bulldog wrestlers left now. Grand Island might have found a way to bring home another Carney championship. They were the slight favorite, it seemed like, coming in. Oh, Lane Kavorik running that. Oh, running that arm bar, and he just went too far with it and gets rolled right to his back. Brown from prep has him on his back, and there's a pin for Brown. Three minutes and 11 seconds. How quickly the momentum can turn. And Kavorik trying to just get his headgear off. Got shoved all the way down around his neck. And that'll be the end of the day for those two wrestlers. Nice. Doggone it. Lane had a nice head yeah. lever. Just ran it to perfection and just got, didn't adjust his chest there. Sometimes you got to slow things down a little bit once you get that back, back point secured. You've been the wrestler. Very few times did you get beat. You look at the other side being a coach, and I've watched this four or five times, maybe more today, how tough it is because the coach wants to coach the guy up that just got beat and maybe just got pinned or just got reversed, and the last thing the wrestler wants to do is listen to the coach at that moment. How much is actually going on in that moment? Yeah, so it's a lot going on, and you've got to read your wrestlers, right? I mean, it's, you kind of play a lot of psychology as a coach, especially with, with these younger athletes, and just figure out, how they how they respond best, how they listen best. Some guys, some guys will talk to them right away, right on, you know on the mat, get in their face, or you know, or, or talk to them quietly. And then some guys will be like, "All right, go cool off, get a drink, get your sweats on, talk to me in five minutes." And you know, I think that's that tends to be a little more realistic situation where they can actually kind of digest the criticism and and, and take it, take some pointers there. And it always seems to be most of it isn't really even criticism. You might be talking right, about a move. Yeah. Not, you might be talking about a move like, okay, when he does this, I need you to counter this way, or you went too far with this, or, hey, you were the underdog going into this. You did this, this, and this well. I know you don't feel good about getting beat, but you did these things well, and we're going to continue to build on that. It seems like throughout watching wrestling over all these years, I see that a whole lot more than, what were you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and criti uh, criticism was the wrong word for me to use there. But and it is totally situationally dependent. So you know, it just depends on if you know you feel like your wrestler had a, a bad performance and maybe he hung on for the win, and that's a guy that you're still you're going to have a stern talking with him. Or it could be a guy that you had no chance at all of being in this match, and he and he you know doesn't give up a major. You know, then it could be a very positive conversation. It just totally depends on the, on the wrestler and and the situation. Our third place match at 195 doesn't last very long as DeAndre Brock of Grand Island goes out there and uh, gets a cradle up over the Scotts Bluff wrestler Sebastian Boyle and is able to pin him in a minute and 30 seconds. So there's more points for Grand Island at 195 pounds. Now the championship match at 195, this could be one of the better ones as well. Max McClatchley of Lincoln Southeast, Xavier Albertson of North Platte. Both undefeated early on in the season, and here at the tournament, they're wrestling for first at 195. 
and an early takedown and reversal. So we are tied 2-2. It was McClatchley with the takedown, Albertson with the reversal, all in 30 seconds, and they restart in the middle of the match. In case you missed any of our earlier action, especially for the Bearcats or the Islanders, we'll have complete results coming up on the new West postgame show when our wrestling is done. Right now, 195 and 220 pounders are on the match, and Vince Genitone of North Platte, is in the finals against Caden James of the Lincoln Southeast at 220 pounds. Both ranked, but one versus 10. And Genitone in on the early takedown just seven seconds into the match. He's shot right off the whistle. Yeah, freight train double leg. That's kind of his uh, signature calling card and uh, runs it to perfection there. Genitone has not. Had to see a second period yet today with three pins, and he's trying to set up far side cradle. Now readjusts. Now he might be going near side. Yeah, he's got that far wrist pulled across, and now he just goes to a good old-fashioned half Nelson. So now you see him just take his time here, slowly, slowly, slowly adjusting. He's getting his back points, and that, that won't last too much longer. And there's the pin. 59 seconds is going to be the official time as Genitone of North Platte picks up the pin in 59 seconds. And now back over here at the 195-pound final. It's gone final with another pin. And it looks like it'll be Max McClatchley picking up the pin in a minute 55 over Xavier Albertson of North Platte. And I'm not much of a mathematician, but I think that officially gives Grand Island the title. Yeah, Albertson, a good-looking sophomore there. Looks like a good athlete, big, strong kid. Nice flurry to begin the match, but McClatchy just uh, a little bit too savvy there and picks up a pin. So all but one champion has been crowned here so far at the Kearney High Invitational, and that will be at heavyweight. And the heavyweights are out there right now. Tristan Terry of North Platte and Sam Sledge, who is ranked ninth out of Omaha Creighton Prep. We've got Zach Pittman of Grand Island in the third place match at heavyweight against Brandon Moore of Kearney High as they wrestle for third. And Noah Molina at 220 is on the mat wrestling for third against Peyton Dimmitt of North Platte. There's four matches left to go and only one left on deck. So these three and one more. And we have a 4-1 lead for Dimmitt of North Platte over Molina of Kearney late in the first period. Takedown, escape, takedown. And Molina on bottom right now. Looks like he'll ride him out with 10 seconds to go in the match there. Our other two matches, Terry and Sledge, Pittman and Moore, are scoreless through the first minute of their first period. Yeah, Noah's, Noah knows some wrestling. He's a big, strong kid. He's just kind of a bull in a china shop. We're kind of get him to trying to focus on, on one thing at a time here and keep his head in the match here. Over here at the heavyweight championship, we've got a throw by Sledge of Creighton Prep, and he's taken Terry to his back, and he is going to get the pin in a minute and 25 seconds. So the state-rated Sledge gets the pin, 125, and, boy, these big weights went in a hurry. Sometimes that happens, but not necessarily in the championships, and they did. Pin, pin, pin. Sledge, great name for a heavyweight. He got it. Come on, what is his nickname? I think they call him the hammer. Oh, you better believe it. Was it? Born under a rock. Come on, man. Back over here at 220. Uh-oh. <laughs> Molina got way too high. Now we've got locked hands as they start the second period. 
And a point for Dimmitt makes it 5-1. And then the reversal off the lock hands makes it 7-1. And they're just underway. Give him two more back points, 9-1. 30 seconds gone in the period. Now we're at the end of the first period between Pittman of Grand Island and Moore of Kearney. Scoreless. Pittman of the Islanders will take bottom to start the second period of our third place match at heavyweight. Come on, Brandon. Let's get a little mat return here. Nope. They give a stall warning there for Pittman. And then, then an escape. So and one nothing. 20 seconds gone in the period. And Dimmitt for North Platte's got Molina in some trouble over here. And there's a fall for North Platte. 259. Peyton Dimmitt, the junior of North Platte, picks up his third win of the day to take third place at 200 and 20 pounds. Don't forget our final results, the most outstanding wrestler of the meet, who Frank and I don't get a vote, but we vote for Hunter Jacobson of Lincoln Southwest, the champion at 120 pounds. Yeah, I think you've got to. I mean, I, I think most dominant is Vince Genitone, right. but but again, based on the level of competition against it, I think Hunter Jacobson by far had the, had the best day of out of anybody else. McClatchley was really solid at 195. We just saw him win. He was really, really good, too. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I think uh, Genitone is going to get it anywhere he wants to this year and uh, uh, just won all four of his matches by first period pins today. I think there was only one match that went over a minute. Yeah, I don't know how you would have seen that coming. <laughs> Back over here with uh, Pittman and Moore after the early escape of the second period for Pittman of Grand Island. He leads it one to nothing, 30 seconds to go in the second period. And this is your classic heavyweight Lean on each other. Moore will get to choose in the third period. Sure, he'll take bottom, get an escape. It'll be 1-1. The only thing that happens here is if somebody slips or loses their balance. Now, easy, Doug. This no, is a chess exa- match. This, this is, is a well, chess match. There's a lot of hand fighting going on as Brandon Moore steps in with a nice little side headlock there, but Pittman very successfully evades it. Yeah, Moore took a chance, so there was actually some right. activity right there. That's right. That's and right. we go to the third period. It's a battle of position. <laughs> well, that is true, though. You, 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 you get in the wrong position as a heavyweight, and it's over. It, it is over. All right, we start the third period. Pittman of Grand Island, one to nothing. Moore does choose bottom. Pittman off to the side, just trying to get that near side arm cranked inside so that Moore can't get up, and he actually does break him down. Yep, yep, Moore's got to get off his, back up to his base here, get his knees under him as he gets that done. Now he's got to get his head off the mat. Just one one step at a time here. But somehow he's got to try and transfer that, that weight off to the side or, or off switch sides with it. That's what they call a changeover. Transfer that weight off and try and create a little space. Is there, he gets a tripod up. And he goes right to a roll. Peterson roll there for a reversal. Nice little scramble for a couple of heavyweights here. And Moore got the reversal, but gives up the escape. So the same, co- same. We're all tied up. Carney coach Bauer and Miller are in the chairs. They were yelling for a locked hands call right before that reversal, which would have been a point, but they didn't get the call. And sometimes... That's hard to see, and not just because you got the big guys out there. Well, and the action is so fast and furious. Two to two, 40 seconds to go in the third period. 
So it won't be 1-1 overtime. Could be 2-2, and now the whole thing is if you take a chance and slide off, you're going to get beat. So do you take the chance, or do you try to get it to overtime and dance again for another minute? No, I think I kind of like what Moore is doing here. He's trying to, he's trying to hang on the head, be heavy on the head, and it, it may not seem like he's doing much, but that's wearing on the guy, wearing on the guy, and your best hope here is to get that head down. If you can get that head down, then he's got a chance at a go-behind here. Yeah, and, and more for the little aggression has been the aggressor. Pittman hasn't done a whole lot at all but lean, and that'll be the end of regulation. So we will go to overtime here in our third-place match at heavyweight. Pittman got two escapes. Moore got a reversal. That's why we're here at 2-2. So one minute, first point scores and wins the match. Grand Island securing the team title. Carney slid to fourth. I don't think a win here could catch him up to third. They'd been sitting there in third for a long, long time, and Southwest just went past him. So we'll see. Pretty good, good little hand fight here. Both guys clearing out of ties. Moore trying to stay heavy on that head. Just keep pulling on that head. Keeps pulling on that head. Now he's going double unders. He's got a body lock, but he's got doesn't have hip position. If he can get that those hands locked, he's got to get that hip in front and just trying ever so slowly to the mat. They broke contact, and I thought Moore would just kind of continue following through, but he didn't really do that. And now we're down to 10 seconds, and looks like we're heading into the tiebreaker. So 2-2 two to two will go to the tiebreaker between Moore of Kearney and Pittman of Grand Island. Our final match of the area. They are wrestling for fifth over there between Peters of Southwest and Anthony of Southeast. All right, Moore will take bottom. And again, you wrestle the full 30 seconds both ways. So Moore, obviously the key is to get out. But if you can find any more points, that is just huge. Yep, Moore more confidently chooses bottom here and jumps down here. Got to keep moving here. Keep moving, buddies. Got to work, keep that base under him. Now Pittman gets him bellied out, though. That's trouble. Yep, it took more a while to get out. It did, and so that's why this situation kind of favors Pittman because he's going to get a chance on bottom here next. But now Pittman does get off to the side here, trying to run a half Nelson, but if, as soon as he does that, Moore comes up. But he's running out of time here, five seconds. Pittman's high. He's got to swim him off. He gets an escape. Are they going to give it to him, or was there time? Okay, so. The lead official going to an assistant official. It was close. It was so close. I think, I he, think it's an I escape. I think it was an escape. Yes. There it is. And they do give him the escape. The hands weren't totally off of him, but he had come up. The hands yeah. were on his shoulder. He had definitely broken containment. Yeah, there was definitely no element of control there for sure. So now Pittman on bottom. If Moore rides him, he wins. If Pittman gets out, he ties it. If Pittman scores more than one, he can win it. Pittman straight to his feet, ripping the hands. Most action we've seen so far. Moore trying to get him to the outside. Uh, Did we have locked hands? No, it was a stall. It was Brandon Moore's second stall warning, and he's going to get stalled again here because he's not not having a mat return here. He's trying to bring him to the mat, can't do it. And another stall call, and that's going to lose the mat for him, the match for him. And then Pittman with the escape, and the final score will be Pittman of Grand Island 5, Moore of Kearney 3. Pittman will take third place at heavyweight. You know, a lot of times I can see the the not return to the mat, 
he couldn't return him to the mat. He couldn't. Ta take, talk me through that. Right, so there, so what's your alternative, right? You never, you don't want to want to attack somebody where they're strongest or biggest, especially these big guys, so you attack them down low, right? So in that instance, Brandon will need to work on this, have a little more foresight, drop down to an ankle, pick up the ankle, because it's a lot lighter than the rest of that body. Yeah, it just, you're trying to bring him back down around the waist, you can't do it. The other wrestler is trying to break the hands. It wasn't like they were just both standing there. Always think that's one of the tougher things to do in wrestling, but uh, great job there to finish things off. And when we return, we'll have the trophy presentation, the most outstanding wrestler, and run down all the final results on another long afternoon of wrestling from the Carney High Invite here on Power 99. Pools, hot tubs, fireplaces, and accessories. Backyard fun is what we provide. This is Doug with Detterdings. See us for quality products and expert local service. We're proud of all the wrestlers in central Nebraska. Keep striving to excel from Detterdings and Kearney and Grand Island. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at DowneyDrilling.com. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Pools, hot tubs, fireplaces, and accessories. Backyard fun is what we provide. This is Doug with Detterdings. See us for quality products and expert local service. We're proud of all the wrestlers in central Nebraska. Keep striving to excel from Detterdings and Kearney and Grand Island. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. Proceeding has been a Platte River Radio Classic Hits Power 99 Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit PlatteRiverPreps.com. The following Five Points Bank has been your home. Carney has a slam dunk opportunity to build a large indoor sports complex featuring basketball and volleyball courts, field turf for football, soccer, baseball, and softball, pickleball courts, a walking slash running track, and more. It's a facility for the entire Carney sports and fitness community. Watch the mail for a ballot to vote and approve the extension of a 1% restaurant tax coming in late November. Submit your vote by December 14th. Vote yes for a place to play. Learn more at Carney. CarneyIndoorSports.com.
And welcome back to Kearney High School. This is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today as the final results are becoming official. And we'll take a look at those. And then, of course, uh, talk with the coaches, Ryan Bauer, and hopefully Joey Morrison of Grand Island. Here are the final team results for the 2021 Carney High Wrestling Invitational. In seventh place, Lincoln Southeast with 85. Scotts Bluff was sixth with 87. Creighton Prep was fifth with 97 and a half points. Carney High will finish in fourth with 120. Lincoln Southwest third with 128. The runner-up, North Platte with 155. And again, your champion, Grand Island with a heck of a last round, 176 and a half points. And coming up to chat with us as the first time as the Carney High wrestling coach after a Carney High Invitational, Ryan Bauer. And coach, uh, how'd it feel out there today? Good, good. It's back. I mean, this is a beautiful facility. This wasn't my home. I was at the old Carney High, but, um, you know, we're excited. We put on a great event today, great fans. Kids wrestled hard. We got things that we can take from it, but uh, it felt awesome. Frank and I talked about it earlier. This is the first time I can ever remember that Carney actually wrestled before the invite. You had that duel on Thursday. Was there any advantage to that for some of these kids? I think so. Uh, I mean, it went really well, not in terms of the end result, but in terms of competition. Uh, Hastings very tough team. And uh, with our team where it was at, I mean, I think we had uh, seven kids. That was their first varsity match. And it kind of knocked the, the scariness of it away a little bit and, it's showing them that there is a jump from JV to varsity. And, um, yeah, I think it was great. Got down to weight first, easier weigh-in today, Saturday, and uh, it, it was good stuff. As we look through and talk with Frank, you talk about this young team. So, overall, before I mention a couple of the kids out there, how did you think things went for you today overall? Good. Again, I mean, it's, it's easy to take the moral victories. I mean, they're competing well. They're fighting. Uh, but now our goal is to keep that fire into – it's the little things, and that's, I mean, it's little things every match, and that's what they're figuring out is they're wrestling tougher competition, is that those little things are the difference between you winning the match or not, right? It, it is that close at this level, and um, now we get to go to work with those little things, and hopefully they can figure it out. Carney Coach Ryan Bauer with us here on the U.S. Post Game Show. How close is the roster you put out here today to the roster that you hope to have in, say, January? Uh, pretty close. I mean, we are missing our 32 today. We also have two of our returning qualifiers that we're battling out here. Um, you know, we had uh, seven teams here today, so we had two, two JV of each team that were able to wrestle the varsity meet. And so, um, you know, I, I, there will be some competition. Uh, there might be some shifting, but this could be very well our, our lineup. Uh, very competitive across the board. And so, um, you know, we'll see, we'll see what happens talk a little bit about what happened today i suppose we can start with archer Heelan. he kind of had a tough day today in a couple of close matches but that was a heck of a weight class and both frank and i think the most outstanding wrestler will come out of that weight class yeah i mean tough kids tough kids you know i i'm just my challenge to archer this next week will be to open it up um he is so talented and he has the ability to put on a show and uh right now i'm not sure i mean 
people get in funks in wrestling a little bit and where they get focused on certain things that they're looking for. And, uh, you know, I believe if Archer's able to open it up, he could beat anybody in the state at 120 pounds. How hard was it to have your own kids wrestle off for third and fourth in a couple of those weight classes, or is that a positive? That's a positive. I mean, that shows that our JV kids are right there. Um, you know, Tate Choplin today, uh, Sam Noctigal, right? This is both their first varsity meet, and we weren't sure what was going to happen. They had a really close wrestle-off uh, in our wrestle-off uh, well, I don't know, two weeks ago now. Yeah. And, um, you know, the fact that they got to third and fourth when that, I, I believe there was maybe eight to ten guys in that weight. I mean, that shows that we've got some depth and we've got some guys battling. It was awesome. Um, you know, Cisco, Perry, Tate, Sam, they're both close matches, and they're, they were battling. So that's what we want to see. Champion today at 170 pounds in Tate Kuchera. Tell us what you saw to him. Uh, just very controlled. And he, he's been working so hard, and it, it translated today. The things that we've been seeing in the room in terms of hand fighting, positioning, and just attacking, uh, you know, he'll be challenged to keep that up. Uh, he, can, he can compete with anybody in the state. Talk about the competition now the next couple of weekends. The schedule really hasn't changed that much. you got two big uh, meets the next two weeks. Yeah, I'm excited to go to Council Bluffs. Uh, you know, I was in Lincoln three years, and we, we, we tried getting into Council Bluffs, and they just didn't want us. But uh, – Great tournament, uh, nationally ranked from a number of different states. And I just want to see kids just can, can continue to compete. Um, Fracas, I mean, your top teams in the state are going to be there. And, I mean, it's it's good for these kids to see this now. We don't want their toughest meet to be a state tournament. And, uh, you know, they're going to be battle-tested by the time we get to districts, and that's going to feel like a breeze compared to some of these tournaments. So Frank brought it up as well. The, the positive about wrestling you know, so many matches in these dual tournaments and things like that is to uh, – get a lot of experience on the other side you don't want to throw a young kid into the fire and not have success because it might beat him down by the first of the year how do you balance that uh we're good they're they're competing i mean they're doing the right things and i, I truly believe if they keep doing those right things they're going to find wins and they're going to find positives that they can take i am very excited what we're seeing all right it scares me because i think i might have told May this holiday season bring you happiness and joy. Happy Holidays from Douglas Bookkeeping Service, your year-round tax service for over 50 years at 3rd and Eddy in Grand Island. And find us online at douglasbookkeeping.com, your e-file provider. The year was 1979. Rocky Balboa was champ. Rocky Geyser was embarking on a real estate career. Balboa's next fight was Clubber Lane. Rocky Geyser's was 20% interest rates. Through all of his battles, inflation, recession, regulations, Rocky Geyser has always answered the bell. For 40 years, I've been in the ring with my clients sweating the details. Call Rocky Geyser of REMAX Executives today or log on to OneRocky.com. Put Rocky in your corner. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. H&R Block in St. Paul wish the area athletes good luck. Rick Davison offers tax preparation, all business services, including bookkeeping, payroll, and tax advice. Open Monday from 9 to 5 or by appointment. Call Rick at 308-390-7818. 
let a leaky roof put a damper on your life? Doberstein Roofing in Kearney will make sure your home or business is properly covered and protected. With over 50 years of experience, they know how to get the job done right. Doberstein Roofing wishes all the wrestlers good luck. Doug Duda back with you here on Power 99 as the final awards are being handed out here at the 2021 Carney High Wrestling Invitational. Again, a big thank you to Athletic Director Ryan Hogue and the crew here, Frank Kuchera, for uh, his assistance. Don't forget high school basketball, Carney Catholic and Holdridge right now on ESPN Tri-Cities, which will be followed by the Big Ten Championship game between Michigan and Iowa. And it looks like Alabama is still getting after it. Alabama 31, Georgia 17, 13 minutes to go in the ball game in the SEC championship. Of course, earlier today, Oklahoma State fell to a Baylor 21-16. Cincinnati leads Houston with six minutes to go in the game, 35-20 to in the conference championship for Conference USA. We're waiting to find out who the most outstanding wrestler is going to be again we've talked about it numerous times it would be a surprise if it wasn't hunter jacobson from uh, lincoln southwest but it might not be who knows you've only got seven coaches uh, voting for this one you don't have 13 or 14 that's true that's true sometimes you know it's all about that uh, brand name recognition too sometimes sometimes the bigger names uh, and a very dominant performance will win it too yeah i mean grand island won the team title but uh they had a number of individual champs, and uh, Tyler Salpacy and Obermiller, both uh, among the Islanders that wrestled really well today. Yeah, Grand Island looked pretty good as a team. I mean, up up and down. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they have in the long run, um, guys that are going to be in the state tournament, you know, the longest for the high medal rounds. That's, that's where a lot of those team points come along, but we'll see. Well, they're about ready to hand out the team awards. Now here it is, the most valuable wrestler. Let's see what Ford Clark says. Hey! Hey! How'd you know, Doug? We got